For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Sitting here with Brian Bates, Aaron Weber. Welcome uh, to the show. Uh, excited to have you here. As always, uh, life is busy and your well-being is important. Athletic Greens make it so easy to get the vitamins you need every day. With just one scoop, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of Im- immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That is athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Masterclass. Learn from the pros and get unlimited access to every class. Get 15% off annual membership at masterclass.com slash Nate. That's masterclass.com slash Nate for 15% off. And as always, we will start off with some comments. Because mm. this is uh, one we're doing ahead of time. Ahead of time. I, yeah. Do you think people really, do they say that? Like on TV, they wouldn't be like, we rec- recorded this earlier. Mm. Do they say that sometimes? I know we've always said it. <clears throat> I think I just like people. It'll say on the top right, like pre-recorded. And they always put live when it's up there. So you have an idea. But if they record, like tonight's show sometimes records on Thursday for Friday, they don't go, we recorded it last night, everybody. No. They try to do more generic jokes. Yes. Um, like less topical. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. All your comments are generic. <laughs> <laughs> and our jokes will be. <laughs> yeah. They're doing, no, the, the, the ones that are like when we have to record like this, like a, a backup one just to make sure. Uh, this is where we get a lot of comments that like we that don't always like fit in or not like as timely or whatever or whatever they could be. Yeah. So it's actually a good thing. Uh, Ry Givens, I love the fact that if someone were to ask what's the appeal of this podcast, I can tell them, well, the host is a dyslexic comedian with diabetes. <laughs> One of the co-hosts just had a stroke, and the other co-host is a young man with gout. And we measure things by Rhode Islands. <laughs> Keep up the great works, guys. You're making the world a better place and uniting us all. It's mm. funny that uh, that they mentioned that. I have something for you guys. Oh. Here. 
This is I was in Lowell, Arkansas this weekend, and a couple of folks came out to my show as the Winkles, and uh, they were there's a pharmacist, so they wrote us uh, they wrote us some prescriptions here for our various oh, oh, afflictions. Wow. Here we got Nate. Oh wow! I think that's uh, that's, that's so cool. It says Nate Bargatze, uh sugar daddy. <laughs> 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 Take one tablet by mouth. Twice daily for type two diabetes, the earned kind. <laughs> That's yeah, great for Brian right here. Brian breakfast baits. It says at the top. Um, take one tablet by mouth once daily for stroke prevention. <laughs> there you go. And then I've got a uh, gout tablets, and it says Aaron like the grill Weber at the top. Very oh cool. yeah, that's so cool. This is this is like the real pharmacy that uh, she yeah, works at. Yeah, that's so like a real it looks super <clears throat> official. Yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. It's M and M's inside of it though. Nate, oh, is it? Yeah. Nate's That's actually worse. I got diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, Ernie's Pharmacy and Wellness Center. Wow. Dude, that's so cool. That's such a cool... Yeah. I didn't even think they could do this. I thought this would be illegal. I, I know. It might be. But <laughs> Hope I don't get her in trouble for... Here, we'll come to Ernie's Pharmacy, where we let just about anything slide. <laughs> what do you want it to say? Uh, so funny. That's yeah. so awesome, though. Very yeah, cool. yeah, that's awesome. Ernie's Pharmacy Wellness Supply in Musk Muskogee, Muskog Muskogee. I have no idea. Oklahoma, Muskogee. Mus huh? Muskogee. 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 Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Uh, Muskogee. Uh, Erica Pearson. It's important to me that Nate understands dyslexia is not a disability. <laughs> It's likely the very thing that helps them be so creative. I'm an educator. I've been teaching for 18 years. Dyslexia is still very misunderstood and is often misdiagnosed as ADHD. There's a book called this dyslexic. Can you say the word? The dyslexic advantage. Nate sees the world differently. One of the reasons he pauses in conversation is because he needs time to process all he wants to say before he says it. Before he says it, <laughs> he just needs time to get it out. I mean, Erica, I just go right back. Maybe it is a disability. Yeah, yeah. I think up. I think Erica could play this as going like as fact and go. Then watch him read the comment, and and then she could just pause it. Now see what he did right there. See how he couldn't get that word out. He's got to think about it. He needs time. I like Erica. I like her too. Thank you. Uh, Bates does not. No. So, uh, Jessica Young, proud to represent the folks with my new custom plate, hoping to get some let's go, folks, from fellow commuters. Check that out. Hello, folks. That That's crazy. awesome, dude. Wow. They came to the show. Yeah, she got some Nate Land magnets. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. Because they met. That's So, those magnets, if you've seen them, uh, when we were doing the meet and greets, that we would give you, we would give magnets away. She said the other magnets on her fridge are now jealous. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I left that part out. Yeah, are we. T uh, but that man, that's 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 very flattering. Yeah. If you see her, honk at her and pull her over. Uh, <clears throat> just aggressively, <laughs> like <coughs> she just goes, "Let's go, folks," and then you're like, "Oh no, yeah, all right." Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Joshua Clay Lott. I'm going to need an episode on time travel because I'm convinced Aaron is dabbling in time manipulation. 
He obviously know, knew Roland the Farter and set for this portrait, which ultimately became the logo for the Texas Ran Fest. I mean, it does look That good. looks like <laughs> you, looks exactly dude. like me, dude. It looks you at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> that man's got a Planet Fitness <laughs> membership just sitting there. Oh, I need that jacket. You so got a hat bad, like that? Yeah. yeah, a little feather in my cap. You love it. And a velvet robe made out of cougar pelt. What's you the know? thing he's holding? Is that a, a chase? That's uh, a chalice, dude. Chalice. chalice. Oh, yeah, dude. It's got gravy inside dike. of it. It's uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> I was going to say Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just drinking gravy. Yeah. Just get right to it. Why not, man? That way the rest of the table looks like, well, he doesn't eat gravy, and no one knows. Yeah. You're like, I do the most gravy. Uh, Micah Johnson. I'm from a small town about 45 minutes south of Montgomery called Troy. I've heard of Troy. And I'm about the same age as Aaron. I have often wondered if we ever cross paths on a field trip to the Shakespeare Festival or at the food court. At the Montgomery Mall. Mm, didn't hang out at the Montgomery Mall very often. What about the Shakespeare Festival? The Shakespeare Festival was right across. It was pretty close to where I went to high school, Montgomery Catholic High School. And you went to it? And I used we used to go there and film. You know, I used to make movies and stuff with my friends. We used to go there a bunch. So it is possible. Yeah. Micah Johnson see, and I. Yeah. You and, did Micah, did you ever see some kids film it? Yeah. Y'all made movies? Yeah. Yeah, we'd make some. They were awful. <coughs> I actually found them. I found them recently. I've got them on a YouTube channel. They're all private now, but they're from like well, we might have to look at those fifteen years ago. We're probably going to check them out. You know, I don't <laughs> see how we point, can. Yeah. yeah, you never went to the food court. I mean, I've been to plenty of food courts. Not the one of the. <coughs> not have you ever been to Montgomery Mall? <clears throat> I have been. Yeah, it was kind of on its way out. When so I was you might have up. crossed paths potentially. Because you, I mean, how there. often do you come up from Troy to go to the Montgomery Mall? I don't think that often. Is Troy a big that that's a little higher up town? No, I would no. I would say oh it. my gosh. Sorry, Micah. <laughs> so you're saying you would not Micah probably wouldn't be in the same stores you would be like you come no, from. No, uh, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Just say it, dude. He's already <laughs> said it. So obviously, Micah, you were probably working the Shakespeare Festival <laughs> and you lived in the food court at the Montgomery <laughs> Mall. So, you know, big money over here. No, 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 no. Mike, I'm sure we crossed paths. Maybe saw his <laughs> family's helicopter flying over uh, <laughs> as he drank out of his, whatever that was. Chalice. 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 <laughs> uh, Christian Berryman. In the episode of Leanne Morgan, Nate states that in his opinion, comedians that refer to what they do as are, are horrible and the worst. I was just watching comedians in cars getting coffee, and Jerry said that his philosophy is that anything at all that you create out of thin air that people like is art. I know how much all of you love the great Mr. Seinfeld, so I was wondering if that statement would change your opinion on that. Seinfeld said it. I'm fine with it. I'll switch it right now. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's like everything's not as like it's – I get, you know, I guess there is art to it. It's, but the, I think the goal of comedy is you shouldn't take yourself that seriously. And so when you start taking yourself seriously, I mean, it's, I, yeah, it's an art form, technically. I guess you're being entertainment and arts and like you would be in that world. Mm -hmm. But I think as a comic, it's better to be, have the mindset of not taking yourself as 
serious. And that's more what you meant, right? Just the mindset of. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I get what he's saying. Like, it's, you know, it is. And you would make, if I was with a bunch of comedians and a comedian walked up and said, what I do is art. Now, if he's doing, <laughs> I would be like, oh, God. Like, he goes, I, he goes, my art. I mean, I would, I couldn't handle it if someone. But if a bunch of painters were being snobby and what we do is art, he'd probably be like, well, what we do is a lot harder. He, I think, yeah, I would think what we do is, I think what con- comedians do is super hard, man. You're up there alone, like you, you're. There's no way out. I sneezed this past weekend on stage. <laughs> I had like I was like the lights just bright in my face, and I don't ever. I don't. I've never done it. I've never sneezed on stage. Yeah. seventeen hundred people just staring at you, and I sneezed twice. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's the first time it's ever happened. It was in Columbia, Missouri. How quickly did the second one come? Did you have to sit there? It was and- quick. Okay, that's good. But I could feel it where I'm like, you know, don't sneeze. Because it's like, that's I, I was, that's what I talked about. I was like, that'd be if you want to get rid of stage fright, mm-hmm. just go sneeze in front of 1,700 people mm-hmm. with the light on you. I mean, like, there, it's probably, like, gross. You probably can see <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I didn't know what, you know, and you're like, it just kind of throw the whole rest of the set. You're like, you're like, I don't know what's that. You know, did that feel like an eternity while you're sneezing? Yeah, it's just. I mean, people just were fine. It's not like people. A couple people left. <laughs> they, uh, front row. Yeah, front front row got out. Go change clothes. Yeah, I make the front row wear uh, <laughs> ponchos. Ponchos. <laughs> Galler. Uh, but they, yeah, I, it's funny. I've never sneezed on stage, and it was it was like such. But then I'm like, is that a sign of like? You're too comfortable. Like, is your body too comfortable on stage that you're just like, you sneeze because you're like, you know, like before maybe your body would never, maybe that's a sign. Maybe, I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign, but maybe it's a sign that you're like in a comfortable place that, because I don't think your body would let you do it Uh if you were, you know, at the beginning of your comedy. I don't, I just don't think you could. You'd be too nervous. You'd be too nervous. You'd be that'd be too much would, adrenaline, all that, all yeah. that, and like, so is it too much? You know, that's interesting. I never thought I don't of because you sneeze when you drive, and once it starts, you can't yeah. stop it. Yeah, but on stage, it's like you yeah, know. being on stage is as routine as driving now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that sounds like a good thing to me. Yeah, I can't tell if that's good or bad. Like, you don't want to be where then you're like, is that the first sign of like you start becoming like unaware and you're like, you don't know that you're good. Like, you know, you know, uh-huh. what I mean? like you're uh-huh. my biggest fear is my biggest fear in comedy uh, is, well, there's a bunch of them. We talked about dying alone in a hotel, <laughs> like, you know, so, but there's a few, but like one on stage as a comedian, just for your career wise, is that you worry that you're going to be, you're not as funny as you think you are. And that's like a big, like I try to always kind of try to be aware. That's what you always ask a lot of people. I ask the comics. I'm like, it's funny, right? Like this is not, I'm just not like oblivious. And I think this is funny. And it's like, I know you can hear them laughing, but then sometimes people, they like you. And then they're going to, sometimes they like you. So they're laughing easier. And then you want to be like, you know. So you always have that fear of like, I don't want to. I think if I keep an eye on it, because sometimes you see, you can see comics just, they can just hit a point where they, they're just they're just going out there and like I'm not saying you don't enjoy the show, but you're like they're not at the top of their game, mm-hmm. and they're not at the top that got them to the top because they don't necessarily need to be anymore. They don't need to right. be, and like, but it's like so you're like, well, does that ever happen? And not like saying it's just to the famous comedians. It could be anybody at any point. If someone's doing comedy a long time, just the guys that have been doing it for a long time, you worry like, God, I don't want to. 
I don't want to just be doing a bad show. And then people are like, it's not that good anymore. You know, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh, I think in my head, I'm like, I think it's going amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I try to always be aware. But maybe it's a good sign. Maybe that's part of my act. I'll be honest, with you, I needed the time. So it was good I sneezed. Uh, <laughs> but they. Time filler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And if you ever seen me have a coughing attack, it's like we were running pretty quick and I needed to stretch. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like, I, I get, like, so what he's saying, like, every, look, everything I say, don't take everything the most, like, I would live and die by any of these statements. I'm saying all this off the top of my head. I can be talked and be wrong about almost every single one of these. Uh, I get the idea of, Comedy is an art form. I, I know I, you're creating something out of nothing. That is a, it's a, you know, I mean, it's a, the most art form in the fact of the most true, like kind of like you're literally just presenting something and you need approval. It's not even like, like if you're an, a, a painter, it's like, it doesn't really matter. Like, mm-hmm. but a comedian, you got to, my, if it, if you don't, if I don't get approval, it's going to be real bad. But then calling it art, I would be, if I was with Seinfeld and he started talking about doing his art as me and him, I would be like, yes. <laughs> I would turn, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> like, you'd be like, come on, dude. Like, we're just. No, you'd be the opposite. You'd be like, you're right, Jerry. You're right on. That's Absolutely. what I would say to his face. But yeah. in my inside, I would be like. <laughs> like, you know, it's like you don't, you you know, I would do that with you. Like, if I, I've do, if you just said that in New York. <laughs> just going to New York and if you walked into the comedy cellar and I'm like, uh, I'm doing my art tonight, you yeah. would get ridiculed. Yeah. You borderline almost would get ridiculed so bad you'd quit comedy. It's like, don't take yourself that serious. That's what I mean. Yeah. You can when you talk about it in a this the way of like I get if you're doing some serious interview or if you're doing some blah blah, I'm like, yeah, I think what we do is it is an art form, but as a comedian, you should also you should just be aware that you know you're saying that. And when you, the camera's cut off, you go like, "We're just a bunch of dumb comedy." <laughs> and then that's your attitude. I think should be that. But you would describe Nate Landis, three Nashville-based artists. <laughs> this is the most art I've ever produced. <laughs> Evan, making you guys good. Uh, <laughs> God, oh, I'm not. I can't be mean anymore. <laughs> By the time this comes out, you've probably been mean for a while. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, Evan Cantrell. Do you eat before you go on stage? How soon before the show do you have to be at the venue? I know y'all have touched on this occasionally during previous episodes, but y'all can enlighten us more on what show days are like. Hmm, I eat on stage. Yeah. (laughs) You go. He takes a big bite of his burger, does his time, comes back, finishes it. Uh, Walk out there chewing. Yeah. You know, like his first first little bit's like, there you go. Hello, folks. Welcome. <laughs> Aaron, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I eat, so my schedule can be bad. I usually wake up, we eat breakfast. Usually it's 11, 12. <laughs> 11's early for most comics, especially when we have two shows. Your schedule, that's your, my sleeping schedule is like so <clears throat> whacked. When we were like just in uh, Indianapolis, it's Eastern time zone. So we did one show in Indianapolis. Then I drive to Evansville the next day. And we just drove to Evansville and came back. And so we stayed in Indianapolis the whole time. 
And so Evansville is the only part of Indiana that's in the central time zone. Yeah. So the show, so I mean, we don't, like we leave, we have to leave early because they're an hour behind. So you got to leave, it, you know, well, you lose an hour. So we leave a little bit later going, but we leave to go there, do the show at seven, now, which is eight o'clock there, nine o'clock, you know, the show's done by 930, 945, uh, Indianapolis time. We go eat and then we go and, uh, by the time we get home, it's like three. But the hotel's three thirty, three forty-five in the morning, and you're like, that was like, you're, you know, and you're just like, your schedule's so messed up. It's like I can't go. Like, I can go to sleep, but I need like, I gotta lay in bed and like watching TV or like, you know, like just kind of gotta be alone for a second. And uh, so those were tough sleep. But eating wise, I usually eat breakfast. We try to find a breakfast place like eleven, twelve, and then. Probably try to eat a little lunch, something. We sort of try to do something healthy, like a, at the venue, we get chicken and carrots and or something that's kind of light. You want to feel like you eat something. You're like, I need to eat something. And I'll eat something like that around four, probably. Uh, and then I'll eat after the show. So that's usually how that's usually how it goes. And like, see, if you have to do it, you go eat breakfast. We might hang out. Maybe go to, go back. You got to take a nap around, you know, probably two. Mm -hmm. one two and then you kind of go to the place then you probably go do sound check maybe eat some of that eat a couple bites of that chicken i get the coffee sound check and then i go back and get ready for the show and i'll come over kind of close to the show time uh so i hope that's you know i've eaten you can't eat too much i've eaten where it's too full and it's no good uh -huh. yeah. what about the part about how soon do you have to be at the venue did you answer that? Uh, well, I go. You, I mean, I can be there. I can walk on stage when I go on stage. Uh, but you do sound check. I like to see the venue before because usually when I see it uh, during the show, it's black, like you can't yeah. really see. Yeah. So I like to at least go in, see it, look at it. We do. Uh, I don't always do sound check. Sound checks are pretty easy for comedians. Uh, but you know, I'll talk. Maybe I'll talk on the microphone to make sure, uh, and then. You know, a lot of times I just go sit on the bus and like, especially the bus, it depends if, if we're in a big place, it's kind of a long walk to the bus, we're staying inside. But if the, sometimes the bus is like right to the door and you're like, well, I'll just go in and I'll sit on the bus. I will play uh, some, I've been playing back doing that, play golf, that 2K or whatever, 2K 2019, the golf game. Uh, I do that a lot. I like to go sit on the bus and like kind of just, you know, I'll just play alone and just kind of like just do something kind of calming, just have your nerves. But I like getting, like, you know, I know the when the openers go up, they go up. I don't always see what they're doing. Uh, I watch a show. I've seen everybody, so I know. But it's like I like to kind of, like, kind of wait. I'll get dressed. And there's been times I was, I'll just start getting dressed, like, 15 minutes before. Like, when, if, like, wow. they're like, Gary's, this weekend was, like, Veter's up, and I'll be on the bus, and I'll be like, all right, well, I'll just start changing now. And I'll start getting ready and then kind of hang out and walk. And so that way I only have like a couple minutes before I have to get on stage. I just – sometimes you like to – I don't want to just sit there. Yeah. It's like too much to just sit. I'd rather just be walking out with the energy of like, you know, you're excited to be there. And if you're like – if you have to sit there and it's like 20, 25 minutes, you're, you're just like kind of like mm. – like you're like, I just want to go up. Just let right, me go up. Right. Like, you know, so you try to like time this stuff out. I'm learning all that stuff now. You got you to learn what, what you like, you know, what, what, what would give the best show. Katie Betts, uh, 
Do you make your wives laugh like you do your audience? My husband is an engineer, not a comedian, but he's hilarious and he makes me laugh every day. With y'all being comedians, do you find it easy to crack your wives up? Are they used to it and they will laugh at the really good stuff? Have you ever used any of their suggestions or advice on a joke? Uh, for my wife, I always joke that she doesn't like my comedy. Uh, I'm too clean for her. <laughs> <laughs> she's a big J fan. Yeah, she's a yeah. Uh, no, I uh, I make my wife laugh, and I do. My wife loves being around when it's like all of us comedians hanging out. She loves like being there listening to us because that's usually when we're like our best. Yeah, and like so, me and like especially all my buddies from New York when like Soder, Jay, all all the Lewis or whoever, like we all get together and like. She likes being around that, like, and we're just, you know, because it's just like making fun of each other, making fun of wh whoever. Uh, and, but I, I think I make her laugh more. I even, I've consciously thought of it too. Cause it was, sometimes it can be, you know, this business of it can be get serious and get too much and too busy. And then you think, well, I'm not making the person laugh that actually I need to make the most laugh. And so I try to, Sometimes be aware of that, but you know, but I don't know if it's, you don't go rip roaring like you do with your buddies. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah, weird. Yeah. I think, but yeah. Does your wife know you do comedy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how not to do some of this stuff. You know? Yeah. <laughs> thinks i still drive for uber yeah <laughs> that's where she thinks you're at right now <laughs> yeah, where do you go every monday yeah. she doesn't know i have this podcast uh no i'll make her laugh some i mean we're still newlyweds so she is polite yeah <laughs> a few more years in she won't be laughing at some yeah. of these jokes she didn't think's funny yeah i'm gonna say mine does mine gives me no courtesy laughs oh, i feel yeah. i feel like i really gotta earn it so yeah. if i get a laugh i feel good about it yeah and she'll tell me jokes in my act she's like that's not that good of a joke yeah Okay, you're probably right. Yeah, I was like, I did okay. She's like, but it's not good. Yeah. All right. Well, Lucy runs a comedy. Club, she sees comedy so every night. She sees so. it. Uh huh. She sees more comedians than we do. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. And so, yeah, yeah. My my wife has told me some jokes. She'll send me some stuff. Sometimes, like if it's a crazy story or if it's something, uh, she'll send it, and then. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of a joke that she's... I mean, maybe there has been. She's a part of them all. You know, I mm -hmm. talk about her. Yeah. But uh, she might have got something. I don't know. She tries to tell me something. It's hard. It's hard for them to get jokes in. My Abigail, my sister, and my dad have a joke in right now. And uh, uh, I did it on tonight's show. It will be in my hour and all that. But the one about digging a hole. That's, mm -hmm. special. Oh, that's, a that's my, that's uh, my dad and Abigail came up with that. Wow. And then I was like, that was one of the jokes they told me. And I'm like, that's actually a great joke. That's like a, you know, it was like, it was just like, it was really kind of presented. <clears throat> and I was like, pitch the right way. Pitch the right <laughs> way. It just was, it was just very, it's like, it's just a very clever, like observation. I think that's even, uh, and it, I did the joke on Tonight Show. If you don't know it, you don't have to go look it up, especially if you got to come see me because I am doing this joke. But uh, it's but it's, it's it's some of it is about how it's presented. 
It's like if someone tries to give you a joke and they try to give you almost like they try to make it funny. It's like just give me the observation right. that you noticed. Yes. And then I can kind of make it how I will be able to say it. Cause it's, but sometimes someone tell you a joke and you're like, it's very funny, but I, I just won't be able to deliver it like the way that it mm-hmm. should be. I saw Judd Apatow just say that about screenwriting. He said, people always try to just write a funny story. Yeah. And you're supposed to just take a real story. Yeah. And then you add the jokes to it. Yeah. He says that's the biggest mistake people make. My wife's smart enough. She doesn't, uh, she, um, so many people are like something, anything will happen. We've all heard it. Oh, that's going to go in your act or yeah. you should be telling that or whatever. Yeah. She's smart enough. No, just don't even say that. Yeah, you'd be surprised. A lot of stuff that you think would go in the act would never be in the act. Yeah. It's uh, sometimes too much. If something's too wacky, it mm-hmm. can, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's so it's usually something that might that you would think is boring if someone said it. You know, like yeah. they, you know. I have a whole joke right now about buying ice. It's my favorite joke. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes I've ever like I, I, it's so fun to tell, and it's like, yeah. but, like, what you know? You would never be buying ice with somebody, and they go, "You can put this in your little." Are you gonna skit? be funny about this? Yeah. How about you know? Like, it's just a weird like, but it's one that hits so hard because it's so specific, mm-hmm. and right. it's like you can tell that like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, that is, like you know whatever." It's a fun one. I love it. Uh, Kevin Allen. I was thinking about stand-ups and golf. Since you're already a world-renowned for having your own golf tournament, what would you think about an all-star golf match play event with just stand-up comedians? I know you and Santino would be heavy favorites, but Ron White, Spade, Ray Romano are are known to be pretty good. There's also probably some other great comedian golfers we don't know about but thought it would be a fun event. would be an absolute riot to watch. Yeah, uh, you know, we talked about all things comedy. We, We briefly talked about something like that, doing some kind of like, golf match play event i i think it would be fun i would love to do you know something like that santino is good i played with santino uh spade's not bad spade usually plays nine holes <laughs> ray plays a lot ray uh uh broke 80 recently first time, which was a big deal he's never done it uh and he because he'll send like he's having a lot of chances at breaking 80 and so he'll send me the video of like his final putt, and like just you're watching them, they just barely don't go in, <laughs> yeah. like and all this. And so then he sent one, and finally they went in. Uh, so yeah, he's around me. Ray's a good golfer. Like Henry Cho's a great golfer. Henry Cho's a great golfer. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot. It would be yeah, I would love to do a golf match play. It should be to set it up and to be a matter matter of like, is it? Would you really want to watch it? Is it really fun? I mean, the foreplay guys, Barstool. I'm such a big fan of them. They do some stuff like this. I think they're coming to something in Nashville. They're doing one of their events. Uh, it's part of the festival. Uh, is it? I don't know. I know KFC and those guys are coming. Oh, that might be. But now foreplay does like the Barstool Classic. Okay. And then so it's like a golf thing. And I think they're doing one of the rounds that they're doing it is at Old Hickory Country Club. Oh, nice. And so, but I, I love the foreplay guys. And like, yeah, it would be fun. You know, they play like I, I you know, me and uh, uh, Riggs. Like, uh, we always, me and him text a lot. Me and him are about the same handicap. So I'm trying to get a matchup with. I'm trying to tell him like we should go play because we're pretty. We're basically the same 
And then, uh, but if I forget my swing down even more, I'll, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. I think he just had a birthday. Who? Right, Riggs. I don't know who that is. He's on the foreplay. The foreplay guys are great. That podcast is awesome. Uh, you should actually stop listening to this one. Go over there. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, Madison Hill. In college, we could camp out at new at. A, uh, let me get this going again. <laughs> In college, we would we would camp out at new Chick Fil A openings. They would give the first hundred people fifty two free combos each. It started with us getting there five to six hours early, and eventually we had to start camping out 24 hours early as the word spread. One of our buddies traveled and did over 40 in two years, over 2,000 free combos. Mm. They finally changed their rules to require your license zip code match the zip code of the new Chick-fil-A. I've never heard of that. Oh, I have. They give the, uh, the first 100 people 52 free combos? It's like one a week for a year. So they just give you cards? Yeah, I've whenever they open a new Chick-fil-A, people would always camp out. Isn't that right? It's like yeah. for a year supply. Yeah. And the first hundred people, when they go in there, they give them like a card that's like I guess they get fifty-two free combos. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But it God. got so out of hand, you know, you had to just camp out. Well, Is that's it, but that, that's the, I, I didn't know they that's maybe the greatest thing I've ever heard. Like that one guy said he got two thousand he was at, Two two thousand free combos. That's so much. <laughs> now is that giving someone a fish or a fishing pole? That's that's it's giving them a fish, but it's a lot of fish. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's two thousand fish. It's a ton of fish. <laughs> that's like what Taco Bell should do. This is a better plan. <laughs> like do better. that. Be like you're allowed. You know, like being like you can do fifty two free combos and just be like, yeah, you can do them. I don't know what the rule is if you can do one a day or something like that. But the combo's a meal. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a homeless guy who's camping out anyway could just go get in line. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Ooh, yeah. That's a good point. Brian. So it's, it's, it would be, yeah, I would think uh, that's a better Taco Bell. That, like, do something like that. Like, give people, like, just a, an amount to be like, you pay this a monthly, mm-hmm. you get, we'll give you 52 meals, use them whenever you want. You know, then someone could be like, all right, so you pay, you pay a hundred bucks and you get, a, a free meal a week, but that mm-hmm. still probably wouldn't add up, you know, but whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Ben Shaw, the last football game I ever played it was the 1998 Independence Bowl. I did not play, but my pants did. Our starting quarterback, Romario Miller, tore a small hole in his pants in pregame. So, of course, me, being in no way will play scout team QB, I gave him my pants. He played amazing, and we beat Texas Tech. I retired, and my pants went out on top. Look at that. Played Ole Miss. He played at Ole Miss? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we met Ben. When we, you and I played golf in Hattiesburg, uh, mm. I think we met him mm-hmm. down there. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yep. Look at that. His pants are – he asked for him back. <laughs> <laughs> Should have ran after him. You know how like, someone goes and gets the ball real yeah. fast? He goes and he starts just taking <laughs> – the very Romero's, pants I was returning. Yeah, his, yeah, the very pants I was. He takes his pants off. I can I have a. <laughs> Years ago, my buddy uh, Joe Kelly, who we know, yeah, did a show with uh, Theo Vaughn, and Theo Vaughn forgot pants, and he said, "Can I borrow your pants?" And so he got off stage and he took his pants off and gave it to Theo, and then Theo did a set in Joe's pants, and then afterwards Theo said, "They say you don't know a man." <laughs> 
till you walk a mile in his shoes. How about when you do an hour in their pants? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's how you know a man right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this at Zany's? This was at Huntsville at Stand Up Live. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Hey, was, did you just have shorts on or something? I don't, yeah, I guess yeah. he had shorts yeah. on. Was he hosting? I think actually Theo was headlining the late shows. He was featuring those shows. Okay, so he didn't have to go back out at the no, end. No, no, no. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I do like too. Like it's funny to, to be the quarterback to be like Romero's pants. <laughs> this guy just knows. Oh, I got my pants, and they're like, yeah, obviously he's not getting in. <laughs> so I mean, you think that they don't have other pants? And <laughs> like you're like a school, just like we have some backup pants. <laughs> And they're like, do we have backup pants? They go, we do, but just get bins. <laughs> to be safer. It's like it's a longer <laughs> walk. It's such a long walk to the locker room. Ben, you have yeah. zero chance. Even this, this is your last football game in your life. <laughs> and I promise you, we will never get to the – we will quit before you get in this game, Ben. So you take those pants off. I'm surprised you even got them on. Slash Cower. I was in a meeting and told the rest of the executive teams a retiree had passed away. I wasn't 100% positive when they asked for a name, so I gave them the first name that came to my mind. To mine. Everyone in the room was filled with shock and wanted to know if we sent anything to the family. If we at least reached out, couldn't believe he had died, was so young, etc. After a few minutes of this, I finally felt I needed to say something and said, okay, I'm starting to think I might have the wrong retiree's name. I got several, like, are you serious? Faces. And then I texted a colleague to confirm. After a short wait, I got the response. I was able to let everyone know, in fact, I did have the wrong retiree. It's like Nick. Something Nick would do. Yeah, just tell everybody this guy's dead. And then once you question it, you're like, I think. You're watching people taking it really, really hard. (laughs) You're like, this is a little bit more. Yeah. I didn't think it would be this this much of a thing. I mean, I said retiree. And then they're like, and then he's, oh, Bob. And then everybody's like, we didn't even like that guy. You know, so like, yeah, then they start, they go, like, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, that's gets bad. Our new partner has a product we have started using every day. We all started taking athletic greens because mm. none of us uh, eat great. Yeah. Uh, but we are looking for simple ways to be more healthy. This is a great uh, start to the morning. I have been, we we have been, Laura usually gives us athletic greens before we get going. I've been drinking it in the morning mm-hmm. and it's it's really good. I mean, the taste is great. It's one scoop of powder with uh, water, shake and drink. The travel packs are great for when any of us are on the road. You can easily pour it into a bottle of water. It's just nice to be able to do it real fast. Uh, you know, and if you, I mean, if you have it, when you first start drinking, it's going to be, if you're like me and you're just drinking <laughs> soda all day, but like it really, after doing it, you do it a couple of days and you're like, oh, I don't, this is good. And mm-hmm. then you just, I think that's how all healthy stuff is probably works. Yeah. Now I crave it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, you're getting all the vitamins. It's just very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, uh, is cheaper than getting all the other all the different supplements yourself. The subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D. Super important in the winter months. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and help immune systems with convenient daily nutrition, especially with cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate 
Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. I took a Masterclass with Steve Martin. Mm. Didn't work out, but that's yeah. not Steve's fault. Yeah. That's not Steve's fault. Steve was great. I didn't listen to everything he I said. I tried to help you, and you go, nah, I'm going to do this Steve Martin one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also did uh, Brandon McMillan, dog trainer. We got a dog about a year ago. Yeah. Watched that. It was great. Mm. Very helpful. Because you can just take your time. It's not like some limited, like you got to watch it in 24 hours or it yeah. goes away. Just do it when you can. Rewatch it. It gives you um, little simple tips along the way. There's a workbook with it. Mm. It's it's great. And, and it really helped when we were doing dog training. It's accessible on your phone, the web, smart TV, offering classes on a wide variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual video sessions, usually around 10 minutes long. Hundreds of video lessons from 100 plus of today's most brilliant minds are available anytime, anywhere on iOS, Android, desktop, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. Whatever you're interested in, there's a master class for you. Over 100 exclusive classes taught by the masters you know and love. Highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every master class. And as a Nate Land listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash Nate now. That's masterclass.com slash Nate for 15% off Masterclass. All right, this week, <coughs> we are uh, uh, we're back to topics. I know people, I think we talked about it. We're back to topics mm-hmm. the original way. Oh, yeah. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I tried something. We felt the backlash. Uh, so we're back. We've been back, if you've been Mm-hmm. Watching because this just like with jokes, the most mundane things are some of the fun. People like it when we talk about something just very boring yeah. that we know nothing about. And okay. today we're going to scratch that itch. We're talking about the founding fathers. Ooh, <laughs> do you know any of the founding fathers? Uh, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Uh, uh, Moses. Moses. Thomas Edison. <laughs> Michael Scott. Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> Henry Ford. Uh, 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 ben Franklin. They're all names uh, that you, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just blanking. Uh, George Washington. Impression. Yeah, George Washington. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson, that's right. John Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of all of mm-hmm. these guys. So. I would love to not have heard of one. There was, <laughs> there was one that I did not know, no ways as well as the other ones. Benjamin Rush. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, he went to school with. He is. He's a founding father. Uh, I've seen, heard the name before. So founding fathers can be a bunch of guys. There's seven guys though that are considered the principal founding fathers. That's who I was talking about: George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. James Madison, and the one not as well known to me, John Jay. John I Jay. John, I would never. Imagine the John Jay family. I feel terrible for What him. does Jay stand for? J-A-Y. I know. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the name before. I don't know what, what he did. He was the first Supreme Court justice. Oh. Just by himself for a while? Well, the first chief justice, maybe. Uh, okay. Why didn't it ever take off, though? John Jay. What do you mean? You know, I mean, the other ones are. 
they're big, big they're household also, names. Yeah, they're household names. This guy's an afterthought. John Jay is like, I I mean, I would think that when they invited, when they had parties, they forgot to call him. <laughs> and they go, oh my. Just dead coming. Uh, <laughs> no, don't take pictures. No pic. Don't do any paintings. Because. Uh, just no one ever said don't know we didn't have this party i forgot jj just somehow snuck in the room we started signing everything uh these guys were when they were founding the country i always thought of them as very old yeah me too besides ben franklin the rest of these guys pretty young by my standards uh john jay was 43 i mean look at him there yeah Alexander Hamilton was 33 when wow. he became Secretary of Treasury. John Adams, 40. Washington, 43. Thomas Jefferson, 33 when he wrote the Declaration of Independence. Wow. Yeah. They're all like my age. Yeah. Like imagine me founding a country, dude. Yeah. Aaron Land. Aaron Land. You kind of did. I did. <laughs> What's your Declaration of Independence there? I, I the person... Of the United. This is like when you you want to get, leave this podcast and do your own thing. Yeah, uh, de- kind of did. Oh wow! Declaration yeah. of Independence from Nate Land. From Nate Land. I'll have to draft one of those. Yeah. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Here's the to only, be germane. Here's the only line from the Declaration of Independence I've ever even heard. We the people. Uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by the creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And women are not as, <laughs> they don't matter as much. Is that, I don't know if that, was that in there? Yeah, yeah. that's a parenthetical. It it's kind of given, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's understood. Back in that day. <laughs> All men are created equal, women are obviously less, way less than us. What if they just had something? <laughs> and you're like, well, I don't know if you whoa, need that. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. They go, oh, but I, they go, I think it's implied. Yeah. <laughs> what if that's how we find out? It's understood. Uh, we see, it'd be great to see like a pre-draft, just some crazy stuff they wrote in there. I know inalienable was Benjamin Franklin. He was like, you got to put that word in. Oh, really? Yeah. It was the original draft from uh, from Thomas Jefferson said something else. Thomas Jefferson was wrote it because they said he was the best writer. They gave input, but they said, you write it. Oh, that's like a, no one was to write. <laughs> they passed it off on him. <laughs> I mean, because back then you had to write with like a pen. You had to dip it in ink. Yeah. And like, it, I mean, it was a nightmare. <laughs> They don't have whiteout. They yeah. don't have, like, it's, and, like, when you look at it, it's so, like, this cursive's got to be so drawn out. I mean, that's a, it's probably a full-on year trying to write that out. You yeah. got to write it better than just, like, yo, dude, this ain't, like, a regular thing. Mm-hmm. You got to be, like, you know, like, really take it serious. Yeah. You're the best writer. Why don't you, yeah, yeah, everybody just teams up. Yeah. John Jay's, and, yeah, and you're like, John, why don't you do it, dude? You need this more than I need it. <laughs> Everyone knows who I am. Everybody, dude, I'm crushing it right now. <laughs> I saw a, a very funny story on, uh, I saw a TikTok actually, but then I read about it online. James Madison was like the go-to ghostwriter mm-hmm. in that early era. So George Washington was like, write a letter to, well, right when he became president, he goes, write a letter to Congress, just letting them know I appreciate them. I'm excited to have this job, whatever. Yeah. So he writes a letter, they deliver it. And then Congress hires James Madison, write a letter back to George Washington. Oh, yeah. And tell him, thank you. We're excited. So this happened like three or four times. He's just writing letters to and from him. Yeah. He's writing to himself yeah. just letters like, what's up? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. 
How is like how you know like when you see like when you think about that though back in that time, like that seems like such a hassle. It's not like you know like right now you'd be like just send an email out to yeah, like text them. You text them or like you might write a letter, mail a letter, or whatever. But like it would take. I mean, George Washington. I guess they were all there. They're all kind of in the yeah, same in the same area. Uh-huh. But it's funny, like you have to. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I guess I picture them being farther apart. Yeah, but, but if you're funnier. Ten miles apart. That's a lifetime. Yeah, still. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Can be, can be. Yeah, it's even before the Pony Express. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'd be a long. He's like, he's like, how about no? Like, I if you're James Madison, you go. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, he would go. I, all right, I got it. Yeah, I'll take care. I go. I'll take care. <laughs> and I and I would just get on your horse, spend the night somewhere, wake up the next day. GW loves it. Having a great time with you guys and the guy. It's awesome, man. He goes, well, write a letter. We like you to write a letter and make it a little more professional. And he goes, absolutely. Dude. I'm all over it. All over it. Just spends the night, wakes up. Congress thrilled. <laughs> Just, I mean, the stuff they were saying, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Do you know how far Paul Revere rode when he was alerting people the British are coming? Okay, in, in my mind, like the mythology of it, uh, hundreds of miles, but I'm guessing it was nowhere near. I think it was around a block. I think he walked the horse around the block. <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. I was hoping you really knew. I, this is not a trick question. No, I have no idea. But he's yelling I the, think I've done the, I've done the, uh, the route that Paul Revere has been on. In oh Boston, really? I of course don't remember. Oh, you know what? I, I have the answer if you okay. if you want to guess. I'll say. Uh, I mean, this is a city. This, I think I've walked it. This is it's an iconic far, ride. There's poems and folk songs yeah. about it. It's American folklore. Yeah. How long do you think you rode? Uh, You're setting it up to be small, so I'll say two miles. No, nah, it was a little more than that. Uh, Ten. Yeah, it's closer. Twelve point five miles. Yeah. That he rode, which I guess maybe that's more impressive on a horse. You know, yeah. I mean, how fast is a horse going? It's almost a half marathon. You know, <laughs> let's assume an average speed of fifteen miles per hour. Oh, because this was this was all about urgency. This was about getting yeah. the message out quick. So he was probably on a fierce little gallop there. So that's, so that's yeah, that's an it's about an hour if he does fifteen miles an hour. Yeah, well, less. Yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah, but probably an hour. I'm but sure do you the think horse, like? I'm sure there's some stuff came up and. But I'm also, sure there's people go, what? Yeah, and exactly. Goes, and he has to stop and goes, the British are coming. And he goes, what? Because <laughs> the British. Is what that what he's saying? The British. No, the British. He goes, oh, yes. <laughs> the British. The British are coming. Where? Yeah. Here, like to you. They're going, they want to, they want to kill you. <laughs> like the townspeople don't even know there's a yeah. war going on. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Come on, dude. It's late. Hey, what time is it? <laughs> Midnight. Yeah. It's my midnight ride. Yeah. Is, what time was it? I think it was a, it was at midnight. Yeah. It was called the midnight ride of Paul Revere, but you well, know. everybody's asleep. Yeah. That's, well, that's true. how you had to wake them up. They're like, "What? What do you say?" The British is coming. So yeah. You could have told me this in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did it go back down when those questions people also ask? Uh, 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 it's Paul Revere. Revere. No. He was a famous silversmith. Yeah, mm. because on the West Wing, uh, President here we go. Chad Bartlett passes down a uh, a knife made by Paul Revere. Mm. He gives it to Charlie. That's good. It's worth looking into. You get yeah. you to get there pretty soon if you kept watching. Yeah, yeah. 
Episode four? <laughs> no, it's it's pretty deep in actually. Yeah. I think it's maybe. like season three. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll get into it. It's there. It's out there, man. It's not going away. It's not going away. You're not, there's no rush. All right. So the uh, Declaration of Independence um, was proclaimed on July 4th, 1776. I wonder why they picked that day because of 4th of July. <laughs> Uh, you guys know what would be good? <laughs> we might as well do it on Independence. Yeah, we can line yeah. this up. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, you know what? He goes, I think we'll be done with it about early July. And he goes, that's perfect. Fourth of July, right then. I've got an idea. We're doing fireworks anyway, so might as well just do the whole thing. <laughs> might as well have a reason. Huh? <laughs> might as well have a reason for it. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> what day was it for? It's firework day. Fourth of July. It's invention of fireworks. Might as well throw this in there with it. They give it to Jefferson of the third. We need this done by tomorrow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And did a lot of them sign it later? Isn't that a isn't that a thing? Uh, Only a few of them signed it on July 4th. Uh, I don't know about that, but John Hancock, of course, his favorite famous put your John Hancock here. Mm. It's because oh, yeah. he wrote so big on the declaration, it's so much bigger than everyone else. The theory is that he went first and didn't realize so many other people were going to be signing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny to think of because we've signed posters yeah. or walls. walls of comedy clubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know any depth. And the next thing you know, you've taken up half the space. Yeah. So they think that's what he did. He went first or was one of the he, first ones. You don't think he was making a statement? Like, well, I don't know. But look it, how it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Golly, that is crazy, dude. His <laughs> is huge. But if he went first, he was like, I don't know. There's four of us. Yeah. I mean, look how John Morton's on there. You're like, how do you sneak on there? <laughs> you know, like there's people that have no- Rob Morris. Joseph Hughes. Oh, there's Benjamin Rush. Benjamin oh. Rush is on there. Yeah. Like, what is who? But that's like the opener at a club. Like, why is this yeah. guy's name even on the wall? Yeah. It looked like it was his. It, it would be like his thing. He go, he barely had to do anything with it. You could argue John Hancock is only remembered because of this. Yeah, that's for sure. Is this that's this, what he's most known for? Yeah. Oh yeah, by far. I think he was the presiding. Imagine it, if they if the they pro- could come they come back alive and everybody's like he's like Benjamin Franklin and everybody's like wow that's crazy mm-hmm. and is everybody you're telling you why you know all these people <laughs> and then John Hancock he goes like John Hancock and everybody claps and they're like you signed you signed you remember that day you signed that thing too big and he's like yeah he goes. That caught on. It became a whole that thing. That became a whole thing. You're in movies. Everybody says, sign your John Hancock right here. I mean, you're just a fr- saint. That's all you That's you are. That's you, all you are. Yeah. Where's like Thomas? Uh, Thomas Edison? I mean, not Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, uh, Thomas Jefferson. You were serious Franklin. about that. <laughs> yeah. Rob Morris. It's Thomas Jefferson. Uh, that, well, there was... That may be before find, everyone's done yeah, or scroll me, down. Let me, let me find a different one. Oh, we got one when they weren't all done yet. Sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you that. I guess we're just looking it up like to go, oh, this was uh, July 7th. Uh, I don't think they could. We couldn't get Thomas <laughs> Jefferson there until August. I just uh, did a theater with Leanne. I think it was Greensboro. And they when we were leaving, they clearly just meant it for her, but we were together. So they were so nice. They said, we want y'all to sign our poster. You're already on there. But um, it was Sting. I mean, it was some big names on there, yeah. and I clearly they didn't really want me to. They were just being nice, so I just walked away, not to, while she yeah. signed it. But it's an awkward situation sometimes yeah. where you know people really don't want you to sign something, but they feel like they have to. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, I don't know what you're asking me. I mean, I think I need to, <laughs> you, you asked me to ask you this question. What's that like? Uh, you're asking me. Yeah, I understand yeah, it. Yeah. What's it like when you were with Chris Rock and they <laughs> and they? Uh, Here we go. Now we got some some of the more heavy hitters uh, there's, on there. There's, there's Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. He went with a TH Jefferson. Well, because it does a power move, dude. Yeah. Well, dude, John Hancock is hilarious. Like, it is. I. It is funny. Like, I bet there's part of me that thinks I hope John Hancock was just a wonderful person and nice. And he was like, dude, I'm mortified. I'm so sorry. He goes, I don't. I wanted to, like, and you know, and it's also like, yo, dude, like, we can't rewrite this thing. Like, it's a whole thing. (laughs) To read, it's so much writing. It's dude. so much. I mean, look how many people this is. There's a lot of people. I didn't realize there's like you got yeah Benjamin. It's pretty Harrison. crazy. It's crazy look that at, they uh, uh, that they wrote all this. Look at Lewis Morris over there with the is that swirls? Yeah, there's a oh, few of them. This right here. Yeah, yeah, they're really getting after it. These guys are trying to make their mark. John Hancock did it accidentally. I mean, John Hancock has the best signature. That's for sure. John Adams, kind of no nonsense. Look at John Adams and Sam Adams. Just they, no nonsense. All those are better Sam than Adams was what like we would do today. Famous for the beer. Yeah. So doesn't Johnny Hancock insurance instead of insurance company? And they made him mm-hmm. or financial? Hancock, right? Uh, it's called Hancock. Did uh Sam Adams is that did he bring beer? I don't know if he was a brewer, but he was he, he, I think it's named after him, right? Yeah. He was a tax collector. I know that. I know he the th- would he would refuse to collect taxes from people. Everybody loved him. I know yeah. the thing you're talking about in Boston, where you walk the trail. Mm. I don't think that's Paul Revere's. I think that's something similar, where you see all those historical things along the way. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that's called. I think I did Paul Revere's. Oh well, maybe. Did he do it in Boston? Lexington and Concord, right? Yeah. No, the shot heard around the world. Who? Lexington and Concord. Oh yeah, that's what they call it. Uh. All right. Uh, all right. So yeah. then there's guys- a lot of people that it is impressive that they did all, like you know. So they all just talked about it and came up with the best. It's a lot of people, man. Yeah, it's a lot. And of This people. is a, letting the king of England know that we want to do our own thing. We want yep. to be independent. Yeah, we don't want you anymore. Um, Washington, of course, became the first uh, president. How do they do? They make a copy of this, or is there one? I mean, they can't make a copy. So is there one? I think that they. Yeah, I mean they. No, they made copies and they sent one to England. I think they kept. But I think the one that like we have at the museum now is the one that was sent to England. I think we got Ooh. it back somehow. Yeah, but you'd make copies of these. They just rewrite people, it. That's all they did yeah. was just write these. Yeah, yeah, they're you know. But would they trace? <laughs> yeah, would they trace? Well, like, the, is John Hancock's the, name big on? Oh, with one? the signatures. Oh, that's interesting. No, I think they probably had to send the original with the signatures. Yeah. Okay. They traced the signature. I didn't even think about that. Where is it at in D.C.? Yeah, I or, think so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, John Adams became the first vice president, um, and he said the role insulted him. He called it the most insignificant office that had ever been invented by man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like the theme of Veep. It's kind of our thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, it's funny to be the first. It's like you're the first, though. But maybe he didn't like uh, George Washington. Benjamin Franklin, uh, okay. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Benjamin Franklin had a 
a lot of fun. You and you and Benjamin Franklin would get along pretty well. I think so. Oh yeah. He uh, one of his plans came up with was to rearrange the alphabet and eliminate some letters that he didn't feel like was necessary. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to get rid of C J Q W X and Y. Why not get <laughs> Why rid not? of them, dude? He said we didn't need them. He said there's another letter already that can make those sounds. I oh. mean that is you to a T. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah. There is other letters. Why would you even? Yeah. Like for C, you can either use a K to make the sound or an S to make the sound. Yeah, why yeah. Why, why? have all these redundancies built in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm for it. So he wanted to get rid of them. It didn't, it didn't take off. He also... That's uh, like you run off, off, off back then. You, when you're typing everything out, you're like, what are we doing, everybody? You have to write everything. We're sitting in letters. All, our whole life is writing. Let's mm-hmm. get to the point. That's his main platform when yeah. he's running. Yeah. I'm trying to save everybody. <laughs> he time. would love texting now. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. where it's like L M K, like or whatever the you know, whatever the I mean, he would just be like all about Well, he ran a print shop and he had to do the putting the letters in. You know, he had to put all those letters in one by one, mm-hmm. upside down and backwards because it was stamped down. Yeah. So I'm sure he was tired of all this. I'm sure he was. He was also not a fan of some of the scientific stuff that they were doing, again. Yeah. So he wrote a letter, a uh, text to the Royal Academy of Brussels. He said they were focused on impractical science, and he titled it Fart Proudly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was advocating for the breakthrough in making toots more pleasant smelling. He was just messing with them, but he was basically showing how ridiculous some of their ideas yeah. were. So he called it Fart Proudly. He's like a f- pretty fun guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. This was this is Ben Franklin, right? Yeah, he's in his, so he's an old man doing this at this point, probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, he and John Adams took a trip together, and they stayed at a hotel. They argued over whether the window should be open or closed. <laughs> <laughs> Adams believed the night air could lead to colds. Franklin was fond of the light breeze, so he dismissed the notion as nonsense and advocated for fresh air. Franklin won. Adams died two weeks later from a cold. <laughs> that last part's a lie, but yeah. everything else was true. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. It's funny that they even like have this. How do you even have that story on a podcast when they talked about traveling together? Yeah. Well, these yeah. guys would just write letters to each other nonstop. Yeah, because that's the, the, you got to think. There's no phone calls or anything. That's yeah. the only way they keep in touch. Yeah. So a lot of this we know from these personal letters. I have a great quote. They from, wrote a letter, and he said, uh, "Was it like Ben Franklin, like I stayed with John Adams last probably, night." Probably. Yeah. Let me tell you, good night. This guy, it was a hundred degrees, and I asked to open the window. He's not even next to the window. He's in the other bed. Because I don't know why we had a. Sh- why do we share a room, dude? It's like Tommy Boy, you're vice president. Get your own room. And then I had. Uh, oh, you! I don't want to open the window. I'm vice president, and I said, "You don't even respect the job that you have. You think you're above it." Frank window was- stays open. I invent electricity. The tamer of lightning. And the so tamer good. of lightning. Was that pretty mean? sweet title? He's good with his experiments with the the key and the kite and yeah. learning about electricity. That's what he was called, the tamer of he lightning. Invented lightning. He invented lightning. When he died, twenty thousand people attended his funeral. Two thirds of Philadelphia's population at the time. Ben Franklin. Yeah. 
Yeah, let me show up for John Adams. <laughs> not that many. Not that many. He was not well liked. In fact, I was going to pull up a quote. John Adams was not well liked? No. Well, he was very ornery and just had none of the charisma, none of the people skills that Benjamin Franklin did. So they would spar with each other all the time, John Adams and Ben Franklin. But this is a great quote from a from a newspaper. They called John Adams a hideous hermaphroditical character who has neither the force and firmness of a man nor the gentleness and sensibility of a woman. <laughs> so he's just nothing. They're basically saying he's nothing. It's a pretty harsh roast. That's yeah. As harsh as it gets back then. Yeah. Not a well-liked guy. Yeah, that's when they're doing duels. Like, that's crazy. That That's so mean that you're like, those words hurt. And literally, people would do duels in the street, and it was legal. Mm-hmm. Like, the sticks and stones things. You're like, ah, that's a little bit hard, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Didn't you, vice president. didn't you say Benjamin Franklin was the first, like, popular, first celebrity in America? He was world famous. It's you know, you don't even think about this at the time, but if you look at this list back of people who signed the Declaration of Independence, Benjamin Franklin's the only one who's world famous and well known. I mean, he's the most famous American in the world. He's the tamer of lightning. He invented the almanac. He he had pioneered. He all done these, all this stuff when he signed it. When he was way younger, yeah, he's seventy when he signed this. He's lived more than a full life up until yeah. this point. So he's world famous. And yeah. All these other guys weren't known yet. Yeah, exactly. This I mean, this would be like I can't even think of a comparison. Like famous, Elon Musk? Of, yeah, somebody like that who's you know yeah. doing this. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it might be Elon Musk, like someone that's going to like Mars Steve, and going to right. I would say like a Steve Jobs, maybe yeah. at, at his peak. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wonder, Ben. You think he really even cared about this? Maybe he was too old. I think he did. Yeah. He's like, like he could be like, I'll sign it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not coming to every meeting. When they did the uh, the constant sign the Constitution, his mind was still good, but his body was deteriorating. He was in constant pain because of gout. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And having a stone in his bladder and could barely walk, so he entered the convention hall in a chair carried by four prisoners from the local jail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different time. Yeah. I mean. well, they have work release programs now for jailers. I can yeah, see them doing that. Yes. That's pretty demeaning, though. Was the will not invented? <laughs> they don't have a wheelchair? I mean, like, there's not... <laughs> They, he, I mean, is there not a wheelchair? Invented? I would think there would have been. Wheelchair invented? Oh, good question. Like, is it not like he's get, like, no, I want four guys to no, carry me because I want to. I don't like these wheelchairs. I want to look strong. Mm. What the hell? Nineteen thirty-three. Oh, that we had a first wheelchair. I think there was some type of chair back then on wheels, probably. <laughs> oh, the first self. Wow, two very different dates. That I just found this one says sixteen fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and that looks like a more regular one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think that was maybe the 1933 was like in a an electric or a propelled one. Yeah, so yeah, they you were around. They were around, but he just wanted to be carried in on a chair. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So then Washington comes the first person. His white hair, not a wig. That was his actual hair. Most really? People, most oh, really? Most people think that's a wig. Huh. Oh. But he did. Color it powdered white and styled it each morning. How did he color it? What are you putting it on? I don't know. Can you imagine just seeing this dude in real life right now? <laughs> I mean, 
if he came up to you, you'd be like, what are you doing, dude? I feel like John Jay looked kind of like him, except his John hair wasn't Day white. did look similar, yeah. But it's like such a weird, you know, I just got like a golf shirt on right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, it. you'd be like, what, man? I don't even want to, I don't think I could even talk to you. Talk to weird. Yeah. Like if he sits down and goes, I like to talk, you're like, I don't have whatever you want to get into. I don't, I can't do it today. And it looks like you want to get into a lot. Like that's what it, everything they're wearing, it looks, it looks like, let me guess, the world's falling apart and you want to talk about just everything. Yeah. Mm. They wanted him to run for a third uh, third time for president, but he declined. He wanted to go back to being a regular citizen because he said he didn't want to become like what they just left, which was a monarch, a king. Mm. Just, and so that's how the they, uh, they said you can only do it twice? No, that came later. Uh, at that time, he could have done it, but um, he just chose not to because he didn't want to – he yeah. didn't want that trend to start. Yeah. So then the Constitution comes along where they got to come up with some rules and some laws – and they hold a convention, the best minds, same, most of the same guys um, come up with it. Washington didn't think it'd work. He said, I'll give it 20 years. <laughs> the Constitution? Yeah. Uh, Thomas Jefferson didn't even sign it. He was in France during the time. So there's a lot of spelling errors in the Constitution. Pennsylvania spelled wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> they paid a guy $30 to write it. <laughs> 30 bucks. It's equivalent to $830 today. <laughs> to write the Constitution. It's got 4,500 words. Did they tell him what to write? <laughs> yeah, they told him what to write. He didn't, but it's Did just Tom, a, like You said Thomas Jefferson, like, was he, so they, so they probably all met. They talked about what they should do. This is just what they were doing back then. Like, they would just get together and be like, let's met up some rules, George Washington. Yeah, they had a constitutional convention. Yeah, they paid a guy 30 bucks. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Here's a 10 spot, if you don't mind riding. <laughs> Probably the most important thing in the world. Yeah, but what do you want me to put in there, man? Just put stuff in, dude. I don't what, Don't ask questions like that. Nobody's going to read this. No one's going to read that. Because I give it 20 years. Did yeah, I, 30 bucks, I think that's 32 minutes. I have a great Thomas Jefferson in France story mm-hmm. I was reading about. So Thomas Jefferson in the 1780s. We've won the war. America's its own country. He's serving as the U.S. ambassador to France. So he's in France. And he's talking to this guy who's like a naturalist over there, a scientist. His name is Count Buffoon. Buffoon? <laughs> kind of like that yeah. Buffoon. He's talking to him. And he realizes that France, they have this theory that the air in the Americas is, is so bad that it prevents, it prevents you from excelling or growing in any way. Because they're like, why is the only person we've ever heard of from America, Benjamin Franklin? Why aren't they producing more yeah. exceptional people? And they go, it has to be the environment. I think it's still a swampland over there. Yeah. And they just keep breathing in this air. And that's why all your animals are small yeah. and boring and lame. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson's like, what are y'all talking about, dude? And then they had this. They also think that even if you're fine in Europe, you go to the Americas, you will shrink and yeah. become worse. So as the ambassador to France, he's like, well, this is definitely going to hurt like <laughs> immigration and tourism if people think that this will happen. So he's like, we got huge animals. And Count Buffoon's like, nah, dude. No, you don't. He goes, we have moose. He goes, show me a moose. So Jefferson, for a year, he writes people to America. 
kill a moose and send it to me in France. I need to prove to these guys that we have big animals and nobody will kill one for me. Then finally, the governor of some state, I think it's New Hampshire, they spot a moose like 20 miles off the road. They kill it. It takes 14 days to drag this dead moose to a ship where they can ship it over to France. By the time it gets there, it's all decayed. Yeah. Its antlers have fallen off. It's shrunken up. The bones are broken. They're like, oh, this doesn't look good at all. So they they added some antlers from like caribou and regular deer. And they're like, just mix and match. (laughs) So they send them just this rotted corpse over. And then he gets it and he shows it to him. He he puts antlers from like an elk on this <laughs> moose body, and it's yeah. like, look, we got awesome animals over there. And then I don't know how it played out, but that's that's what happened. I kept waiting for the word buffoon to come from the story, like yeah. a guy got tricked oh, or something. No, no, just a coincidence. Yeah, Count Buffoon. <laughs> I think he said it like that because I think everybody would go, "Oh, you're like Mr. Buffoon," and he goes, "It's buffoon, <laughs> buffoon," and they go, "All right." Count- <laughs> Counted I don't know if I'm buying that. He goes, <laughs> uh, what are you, the buffoon family? <laughs> no. The buffoons. The buffoons. Are very nice and wealthy. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Mr. Buffoon. Yeah. yeah. Is that you the guy that had Thomas Jefferson ship up a you said you thought that was uh <laughs> moose antlers? <laughs> buffoon. You're a count? Yeah. Count the buffoon. Since 1952, the consultation. How small were the animals that they thought they that those like squirrels? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they just had no idea. They thought everything was smaller over there. What animals do they have? That's like they have basically all the same stuff. Yeah, I think at one point he was like, "We have moose," and they're like, "Listen, you guys probably saw like a reindeer." Yeah, and you think it's a moose, and Jefferson was like. Your reindeer could walk under our our moose, Ooh, oh, like wow. through the gauntlet down. That's why he had to get one over there to prove it to yeah. him. But it takes like months to ship something, yeah. oh. so it's just a rotted mess of flesh. I mean, just know? the nightmare of like, there's no picture. I mean, just like, <laughs> ugh. It should have been like, will you come over? Yeah, we'll yeah, show you. Come over and see. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you. And mm-hmm. I bet if Thomas Jefferson heard me say that night, he'd go. Pretty, pretty good plan. <laughs> Should have thought of that. You know, he even wanted to go. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. You wait I'll, here. I'll bring it here. I'll bring it here. Why didn't he just go kill a moose over there and just say, this moose is from there? What do you mean? Like, uh, they don't have moose. Not, I don't think, I think they're a little bit different. But he wanted the, it yeah. to be truthful, like to have an animal that yeah. was over there. Yeah. And but then it became non-truthful. Oh yeah, then he did mix it up, put the other antlers on it. You're yeah. right. Hmm. They may not even seen any bears or anything like that yet. They may not even know we had them yet. Hmm. That's a good point. A bear would have been good too. Certainly not. There a, are a lot of bear. better options than what it's he crazy did. to be coming to America. Like you go to America and you're like, you just don't know how far it goes. Yeah. Like you're just there and you're like, how big is this? I mean, it's it's just it is it is crazy. Just even right now, think like back then. Like if they could just be like, if you could show them a globe, they would be like, "Wow, dude!" Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you had to be like, I had no idea that this was this much stuff out they're there. They're just that far into the East Coast. Yeah, they're yeah. like, I thought that was a lot. They barely scratched the surface. Dude. Not even. Yeah, it's not even. Uh-huh. I mean, it's so much. I don't know why they didn't go get Canada. I think that was the French had it, right? 
Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did get it's like, yeah, that right. That makes sense. There you go. This is ours. Ours, 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 ours. I don't really care about that. No, no, no. You go to Mexico, they're like, that's fine. There, they can stay down there. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. We take Florida. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Constitution's on display at the National Archives building in D.C. It's been there since 1952. They... Uh, the case it's in contains argon gas, and it's kept at 67 degrees Fahrenheit with a relative humidity at 40% to keep it from being damaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it couldn't be stolen? Could be. That, wasn't that one of the... But that'd be if you stole it. I mean, Nicholas Cage movies? Yeah, what would you... Where would you sell it? <laughs> I guess you could sell it to, like, another country. Yeah. Like, For, I, like Ransom? Yeah, like, I mean, that's what you'd almost, you'd have to, like, I guess you could sell it. So the like, you always see people, they always have to sell it on the black market, you know, or something. But you're like, who's going to be, if you have the Constitution, like, you want people to know you have it, but you can't get caught having it. We had this exact discussion when we were talking yeah. about people stealing, like, the Mona Lisa. Yeah. You want to hang it up at your house, yeah. but people know the Mona Lisa's gone. Yeah. What do you do with it? Yeah. You know, I would say you give it. That's why I'd go to another country that doesn't like care. Like you know, if you're like you go get to China, Russia, you know, yeah. like y'all want it, and they're like, yeah, I'll buy it. And then they're like, then you need a country that's going to be like, yeah, you want to come get it? Come get it. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, what was the plot of National Treasure? Why were they still in it? Do you remember? They find out that the Declaration of Independence has a secret message written in invisible ink on the back oh. of it. And they ask them, can we just take a look at it? And they're like, no, you guys are idiots. So they have to steal it. And then they literally like pour like lemon juice on the back of it and reveal the hidden message huh. oh, of where is a treasure fun? is. Is that movie fun? It is a fun movie. All right, I need to watch it. It is unironically fun and yeah. pretty good. Yeah. The first one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the next date. The second one, he kidnaps the president. You're like, all right, it's getting all a little, right. it's getting a little crazy. I might be on board with all of this. <laughs> When the uh, Constitution was signed, only white male property owners could vote, which I believe means until you got married, you would not have been able to vote. That is true. Hmm. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. There's <laughs> somebody who doesn't uh, own property. Oh, yeah, because you don't own property. Yeah, I mean, just think, you think, I'm a white guy, I got him, and then you can show up to vote. Where do you live? Well, gazebo yeah. apartments. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. buddy. You sorry. gotta go. Yeah. Gazebo part. That was my first apartment. That's very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. I mentioned about Franklin having gout. Uh, They originally wanted to call the president, His Highness, the President of the United States of America and Protector of Their Liberties. But then they decided to just compromise and call it President of the United States. POTUS. POTUS. POTUS is a good, like, that's a good abbreviation. Mm hmm. POTUS. POTUS. The POTUS. Huh? You got FLOTUS. FLOTUS. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. When I worked in news, we went by the AP News Style, Associated Press, and you're supposed to address the president either as President so-and-so or Mr. So-and-so when you're referencing. Mm. Never call mm. him just by his last name. No, man. I feel like that's all anybody does now. They might now, but that was what, that's what no, you're I, supposed I to do. I don't mean, I mean just in general, just people. People do, but Obama and news stories. Oh, you say, yeah, you would. You're supposed to say either President Biden or Mr. Biden. Yeah. Just don't say Biden said this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's good. Like some of that, like, uh, like having that stuff, we, I would talk about like, I, I, it's good to have that stuff. Like where you got to say, like, they should be like that. You know, we always say president. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's a, it's not a bad thing to have some rules. Formalities. Yeah. Formalities. You need a little yeah. bit of them. Need a little bit. Mm-hmm. They, uh, one of the things they proposed was the army can be no more than 5,000 men. And George Washington sarcastically said, okay, that's fine. As long as we put in a stipulation that no invading army can have more than 3,000 men. Yeah. It's pretty that's good, right? That's funny. Yeah. 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 All, right. All right. All right. Benjamin Franklin uh, suggested that they have a chaplain open with a prayer, and they refused, saying, we don't have enough money to hire a chaplain. <laughs> we just spent 30 bucks yeah. getting this constitution written. We're yeah. out of funds. Uh, some of the guys would not sign it until they had a Bill of Rights which is mm. the first 10 amendments to the Constitution. The Constitution's added 27 amendments since it was originally written. First 10 was done pretty quick. Most people know the first two. One's freedom of speech. Yeah. Two's the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't know if I could have told you another one. Keep holy the Sabbath? What is- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speed limits. The Ten Commandments. <laughs> Speed limits. <laughs> There's the 12th Amendment, <laughs> speed limits. <laughs> Thou not, shall not speed over 65. <laughs> is it? Uh, no. The third say, one. Search the, and seizure is what? The fifth? Uh, no, that's fourth amendment. The third one's crazy because uh, yeah. the first two are so well known. Yeah. The third one is you don't have to be forced to house a soldier in your home. Oh, quartering. Quartering troops. Oh. Yeah. John Mulaney has a very funny joke about it, just how that was such a big problem <laughs> they yeah. had to get right to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but apparently it was during the early wars. Yeah. And uh, I think there was a Supreme Court case I read about recently where all the prisoners, I mean, all the jail prison guards in New York went on strike and they called in the National Guard to watch the prisoners until they figured this out. Mm-hmm. And they let the pres- the National Guard stay in the um, uh, the guards' government issued homes, and they oh wow, and then they argued the Third Amendment, saying they don't have to allow them to oh, to do wow. that. It's I don't think it's ever went before the U.S. Supreme Court. It's like the only amendment that has it, maybe, but it did go for like the New York Supreme Court wow. or federal court or whatever. Man, wow. Um, that's all. It's always crazy how they wrote all this stuff. Now. I know. I mean, it's unreal. It's unreal that that's even uh, that 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 one would come into play now. Like it's 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 pretty like just you know when you hear about them, you're like God, these dudes were just had to be the smartest dudes ever. Like you're know. like I mean you're so long ago. Mm-hmm. How could you ever predict anything? Crazy. Yeah. The Fifth Amendment, we usually hear that. We plead the Fifth. What's the Fourth? Do you have that on there? The Fourth is... Uh, Search and seizure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where you got to have a uh, a warrant. Right. And there was a case recently I saw where a guy was a DUI, and they were pursuing him, and he pulled into his house and pulled into the garage, and the guy followed him into his home and arrested him. and um, But he didn't have a warrant. Yeah. So I think it went all the way to Supreme Court, and the... Uh, suspect, I guess, one because mm. the guy didn't have proper. You can't just wow. go into someone's home and arrest them, even if you were pursuing them. Right. Oh wow. So that's like, 
Yeah. I think you can, like, if it's obvious, like you got your lights blazing. Probable cause. And you've been chasing them for 20 miles. I think in this case, it was a very short thing. It just started when the guy pulled into his garage, and therefore yeah. the, they ruled in the guy's favor. Yeah. yeah. So if you ever drink and drive and just get home <laughs> as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah. That's the message of the Fourth Amendment. Is that what amendment is that? Fourth? Yeah. Fourth Amendment. A little tipsy. You're on the road right now. Gun it. Get to your house in the garage or something. <laughs> That's right after the speed limit amendment. Right after the they speed limit. All the car stuff up top. Don't worry about the speed limit amendment because you need to get in. You are drunk. And you're already <laughs> driving a car. <laughs> So the Fifth Amendment is the one where you don't have to testify against yourself mm-hmm. or even say anything. That's like the Miranda rights. Yeah. You know, um, so you can just always say, that's what somebody says, I plead the flip fifth, and mm-hmm. they just don't have to answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't get, uh, that's against yourself. Yeah, yeah, you can't be forced to testify against yourself. Yeah. So you can plead the Fifth Amendment. But when you plead the Fifth Amendment, you have to you have to do it for every question. You can't just... You can't just plead the fifth for individual questions. They should do it for like the way they walk baseball players now, mm-hmm. where they just don't throw the four pitches. They go just go, go on ahead. Go. Yeah, 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 you're right. I think they, they do. Should. do that. That's a, that's an unbelievable analogy. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Why are we at, why are we wasting everybody's time? Throw it. Yeah. Just go on ahead. How many are you going to do? Get out of here. Are, but if you were like want to be annoying, you'd go. I'll answer, I'm going to answer one of them. <laughs> You gotta, and they go, yeah, they go, which one? Well, I'll know which one, I'll know when I get there, and then, then they go. There was, uh, there's a story that reason that made me think this. So, my managers are Brillstein, mm-hmm. he wrote a book, Bernie Brillstein, uh, and he's he died, but Brillstein was like a brilliant dude, like in Hollywood, like, and so, uh, Brillstein, it was Brillstein Gray, I think, for a while, and then it's. Uh, then it was just uh, now it's Brillstein, and so uh, when Bernie Brillstein was like coming up, he was like a good like I remember Giannis always told me this about when he read his book, like he knew the. Let's make sure I thought Holly was behind me. Uh, he knew uh, he would say uh, instead of show business, it's 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 show business, not business show. Very pro artist, mm-hmm. you're talking about, but. Very, you know, the entertainer, whatever. He was very pro that, like being like, it's that, it's about them. It's not about the business. It's about, you know, the entertainer. Uh, but there was this, but he was like great at like fighting with these studios against stuff. And supposedly there's a story with uh, uh, Ed O'Neill when he's doing uh, Modern Family. No, the Married with Children. Married with Children. So it's like the first season of it, like doing it, and he's, uh, and Ed, like, he he's, like, driving to, and now the show's, like, a hit. And he's, like, asking for, you know, because it's the biggest show ever. Like, And so this is back when, like, back then they gave away, uh, they gave, they gave like, uh, cars away and stuff. Like, they gave, like, you would get, like, if you, you could be, like, hey, my Tom Cruise wants, uh, he wants a helicopter. Like, I don't know, why don't you buy him a helicopter if you think so? Like, they they would do stuff like that. Yeah. And so, but, like, Ed O'Neill, the Tom Cruise helicopter thing might be, I'm making that up. But Ed, Ed O'Neill wanted, like, he wasn't asking for any of this. But, like, Bernie is like, 
I'll talk. Like, you know, doing it to be like, I'm going to go <clears throat> get this stuff from my client. I mean, you know, Bernie would look at it. It's like, you guys are making billions of dollars. I'm going to, you're going to give more than you're going to give something to this. This is, here's a reason. One of the reasons you're watching this, the number one show, you know, everybody's watching. Yeah. And he had like a car. I forget whatever car it is. He goes, he wants, they, they, they start negotiating the price and like they get it way up. And he's like, he's not going to show up, man. If he does it, blah, blah, all this stuff. And I don't think Ed O'Neill like has anything to do with this. Like, he's just kind of like, I don't know. And then, uh, finally he's, they're like, all right, dude, we're, we're end up paying it, whatever. And he goes, he goes, he's not, well, it took a long time for you to say this. He goes, uh, he goes, he wants, uh, I'm trying to think like this story exactly right. I, he goes, he, he likes like, uh, foreign cars. And then, uh, wait, hold on. I want to make sure I get the thing. Maybe it may. Oh no. They go, how, maybe it's the money. Something like that. He's like, how he goes, well, how much money does he want? And Bernie goes, I don't know. He goes, I mean, I think I'll know when I hear it. <laughs> and it was such a good answer uh, oh, yeah. to go like, I don't, you know, it's hard to say, but I think when I hear it, I'll, I'll, I'll know. Yeah. You go ahead and throw some numbers at me. Yeah. Yeah. And then it may, it was either that or the car was like, what kind of car does he want? He goes, I think I'll know when I hear it. But they got him a car and, uh, cause he was like driving a whatever car and they were like, do you want your star to be pulling up? And like, yeah. yeah. And then, so they got him a, like, a some new car like is this stuff that i don't even think ed o'neill asked for right but it was like and then he went back and his clients like he's like dude this is crazy dude like you got me all this stuff i don't that made me think of whatever that i'll know when i hear it i'll know when i hear it such a good way to say <laughs> i'll know when i hear it. yeah what question are you gonna ask me yeah i'll know when i hear the question. yeah that's yeah. so funny because there are, i think you can if you know they're gonna plead the fifth just your honor Move on. Yeah. But if he did that, where well, there's one I'm going to answer, I ain't going to tell you. I plead the fifth Which except one? for I'll one I'll know when question. you get it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that was going to be it. And then, did you do it? I, yes. And you're like, well, now, well that was, now that was completely worth it. It's not what I was expecting. Yeah. He goes, wow. And then the guy's like, dead. He goes, hold on. I plead the fifth on that. Again, we already said <laughs> yeah, it. you can't retroactively. You can't. Can't take it back. No take backs. <laughs> that's the Sixth Amendment. No, no that's the fifth. Backs. No take backs. The fifth is actually double jeopardy, where you can't try someone twice. So they've been tried for murder. And they get off, and then they find, I guess, more evidence. You can't try yeah, them again. But if you killed someone else. <laughs> yeah, if it's a new. Yeah, it's so a the movie, crime. it's, oh, yeah. Be sure. You sure it's not once you, if you can murder someone and get away with it, you then are allowed to just kill whoever you want <laughs> from here on out. Immunity. What if that should be? That should be it. If you're that good and we can't catch you, then you're allowed to just keep doing it. <laughs> OJ just has free reign. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just everybody do whatever they want. You guys you get a little more worried about those people, you know? Hmm. That's a great. I mean, that's one of the all-time great office lines. When you hit an employee with your car, is yeah, but I was in the car, so it's double jeopardy. Doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> yeah, that's not what double jeopardy means. Oh, sorry. What is double jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he, I, I just, there's a. I watched that movie, Double Jeopardy. So Ashley Judd. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Fakes his death, and then he's alive. Is that what it's about? Yeah. 
You just love movies from that era, huh? The 90s? Yeah. And that's 1999. Yeah. It's like just, uh, you know, it's when it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Sixth Amendment's the right to a speedy trial and with a jury of your peers. Hmm. I guess back then they could just throw you in jail and just forget about you for a really long time. So they had to give you a trial? Mm-hmm. A speedy trial, uh, within reason. Yeah. So they came up with the word speedy? It's just like such a proper thing. It's I know, like, it speedy. Seems like, you're like, we need to do a, you know, it needs to be within reason. Just say speedy. It needs to be a speedy trial. Like, I don't know, that's even a word. Is it a word, speedy? Where else would you use speedy? Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> would yeah. you use speedy in any other? boy rapid, though. I don't know. Speedy trial. <laughs> it was, oh, was And a jury of your peers. Speedy to get here? Who would be a jury of your peers? I mean, it's got to be people on your level. <laughs> when do you use it? I get all this stuff, but like, why would you not say like, you know. Expeditious or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speedy, we all know what it means. But how do you use it in a sentence? Speedy? Yeah. You have the, you have a Sixth Amendment right to a speedy trial. <laughs> Where else would you use it? In, how do you use that word in any other sentence? Did you Google speedy in a sentence? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Googles I'm making. Speedy. She is no, speedy, recovery. speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. Oh. That's about the only other time it's used. Yeah. For a recovery. How to do speedy in a sentence. Click that question. It's capitalized. The conference came to a speedy end. He's a very speedy worker. Best wishes the speaker. We wish Bill a speedy recovery. Four of these are speedy recovery. Oh, yeah. His speedy promotion speedy is from promotion. sheer ability. Yeah. They tell that guy to make seven examples. Yeah. <laughs> he's he like, said, he's he, trying to get off work. Did. And he goes, <laughs> he goes four the same. And the other ones are just still about he's a speedy worker. The conference came to speedy end. And then the other one is his speedy promotion is from sheer ability. It's This is all written about the same guy. Five and seven. One is number five, we wish Bill a speedy recovery. Seven is we wish you a speedy recovery. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's like a perfect example of somebody trying to get in a big blown out argument of the word speedy. And he goes, all right, all right. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll write seven. <laughs> I'll write it real speedy. Huh? There's one right there. I wrote it speedy. I wrote it speedy. I wrote it speedy. <laughs> Two, you wrote it speedy. You wrote it. Three, Bill wrote it speedy. I hope you have a recovery after reading how speedy this speedy recovery was. <laughs> what? He goes, I'm about to punch you in the face and I wish you a speedy recovery. <laughs> it's like when you see those online, the top whatever, if it's an odd number. It just seems like they ran out. Yeah. Like the top 13, like whatever. They were trying to get to 15 maybe. Yeah. And like, yeah. I just can't think of anything else. Yeah. You know what it is? Statistically, an odd number generates more clicks than an even number. Really? They have, there's a lot of data on that. So that's why you see those like top 19 or top seven. Those get more clicks than top 10. I don't think I see a lot of time 19 and top seven. But, but if you look. You know about like a 999 sale? Is like that's why similar principle, but no. This is this is different. This just an odd number of, of for a list will generate more clicks than an even number. I, I don't, don't think I've why. ever even seen an odd number of. Keep an eye out next time you see list yeah. of stuff. Uh, they're going to be odd numbers most of the time. Yeah, on a website, top seven, 
There's one right there. There you go. Do a top list. Just type into some right. list. I would say I don't. I don't think I've ever noticed. Uh, if you go to like, they go top 100 list, top 10, top. 20. Yeah, well, those are the big. Like you talking about like Rolling Stone, like top 500 albums of all time. Yeah. Look, 35 products you need to help. 41 products. But right above that's 20 times. Yeah. Well, nobody's clicking on that one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Look at this. 33 small gifts to surprise your kids. Yeah. 27 Valentine's Day gifts. 66, I mean. Even number. You know. But it's a weird number. Yeah. 37 Valentine's Day. You see, top 10, top five, uh, top 10. But this is 20. like using numbers in the, 40, I mean, I guess it is. 16. It's just odd, like weird numbers. Yeah. And not the standard. Yeah. You know. The 30 best films. There you go. We had to scroll down pretty far to find that, though. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. 32 famous people. Uh, I don't, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I, you know. I feel like, it's, <laughs> All right. I, feel like I was point. getting dismissed, and I don't think I'm too far. No, 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 no. I mean, look, right. I'm definitely right about that. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway, there's 27 amendments now. The last one was Congress. 27 amendments. Congress, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's clickbait. It's clickbait. <laughs> they stopped on purpose. Yeah. These 27 amendments will yeah. help you live life. <laughs> you won't believe what number 24 is. Yeah. Yeah. 24 is no poll taxes are allowed. <laughs> There's seven amendments we don't need of the 27 amendments. Ben Franklin, the What's seven the letters one? we don't need in the alphabet. Yeah. What's the one of them? What'd you say? The well, the last one that they did, which was from 1992, Congress cannot get a pay raise until the next term. Mm. So you got to get reelected before you get a raise. Mm, that fixed things, huh? Yeah. Yeah. 19th Amendment was women's right to vote. 19. Yeah. How we lose that vote? Thorny Adams joke. That's a great joke. Yeah. Uh, so then they started the uh, pretty quick the Supreme Court. Um, which Supreme Court's the of course top court in the land. Uh, there's 94 U.S. district courts below it, 13 court of appeals. Supreme Court has nine justices, not judges, justices. Most people call them judges. Well, probably no one, but I would have called yeah. them judges, but they're justices. There's one chief justice. They're the only justices. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking for one right now. Now, by the time this comes out, they may have gotten it, but you could qualify. You don't have to be a lawyer. You don't have to... Um, I mean, most people are, but or, but you don't have to be. I think I should be. I think you should throw a uh, throw a control in there. Yeah, curveball. Yeah, <laughs> a control. Yeah, what's that? Just like a a normal person. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. That just comes in and goes. What? Yeah. What are y'all? What are y'all talking yeah. about? You do probably need that. Yeah. Everybody, no, back up. What are y'all talking yeah. about? Dude? There's no age, education, profession, regulations. It could be any of us. Yeah. So it's always an option. <laughs> that's like any, you know, I could be Pope. Yeah, you told us that. Yeah. Because you're Catholic. Yeah, that's all it takes. Could I be it? No, unless you're, if you're a baptized Catholic, you could be. So, but I could go get baptized Catholic. You could. So everybody could be Pope. Yeah, you got it. Theoretically. Or do you have to be born into it? No, no you don't have to be born into it. Yeah. Just got to go get baptized. So that takes months. How's that theoretically when <laughs> that's true? I mean, it is true, but it's not like I can just go, you can't go get baptized today. 
you got to put in some work, and then they then you get baptized. But that's his point. So right. everybody could do it. Yeah, theoretically. How can they theoretically? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna go? Not everyone. I think your feelings are hurt that you realize that we could all be pope, and like you're, you thought you had something special going over us, and you're like, no, 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 anybody. There's like two billion Catholics. I don't think that makes me that special. You know? <laughs> but you felt pretty good about this room. I w- I did like holding it over y'all, yeah, for sure. But, then it's, but you're gonna be a Supreme Court justice, so yeah, you know, I'll rule you never to be pope. That's what my <laughs> rule. I'll make that an amendment. That Aaron Weber like the grill. Show up. The Weber family, if your last name is, if you come from a Weber line of people like the grill, you uh, cannot be Pope. You show up to the Supreme Court. You're yeah. like, all right, guys, I'm going to make a new amendment. They're like, it's not even remotely what we yeah. do here. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it. The 28th Amendment. The 28th Amendment. And y'all are going to get, don't get weird about it. This one's very specific. And it won't affect anybody but one person. <laughs> Aaron Weber, like the grill, will never be will never be Pope. More than theoretically, <laughs> and then that's how I would. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so when the court is in session, they enter at ten a.m. The marshal announces a traditional cry: "The Honorable, the Chief Justice, and the Associate Ju- Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States." Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. All persons having business before the Honorable of the Supreme Court of the United States are admonished to draw near and give their attention, for the court is now sitting. God save the United States and this Honorable Court. I think it'd be better if he, if he really cried. <laughs> oh, instead of a traditional cry? <laughs> he was yeah. weeping when he If yelled. he just, <laughs> every day as they come in, he just like, he just really cries and everybody, and they have to pat his head like, you know, like the way the what's that football team that walks down that thing and touches Clemson? The, Clemson. Yeah, <laughs> touches the rock. They touch the guy and they go, "It's okay, it's okay." He doesn't, you know. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> and then when the last one touches him, he smiles. Courts in session. First thing up, I'd like to be a pope. No <laughs> amendment grabbed out. You try to plead the fifth, and we plead the fifth against you. Double plead the fifth. <laughs> Double jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Murder him. I've already murdered someone. I got away with it. I will do it, and I can do it in front of all of you. Uh. Welcome to welcome to Supreme Court. Things gonna be different here, boys. Just yelling at them all. Y'all have had it nice and easy. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie where Sinbad was a Supreme Court justice? <laughs> it becomes president, doesn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I'd seen something. <laughs> um, seven to 8,000 cases are presented to them each year to be heard. They look at 150 of them and hear about 80. It's good. Lots of good solved. <laughs> they only choose the really, really important ones. Um, I mean, how many cases... That's got to be, there's got to be some that are just, you know, ridiculous. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you some. Um, Nick's versus Hedden, or Heden, I don't know, 1893, was a landmark decision on whether a tomato was a fruit or a vegetable. <laughs> that made it? Yeah, they made it all the way to the Supreme Court. So at that time, imported vegetables were slapped with a 10% tax upon their arrival in the U.S. 
but fruits, imported fruits, were not. So one Manhattan uh, wholesaler said that, well, technically, a fruit, uh, excuse me, a tomato uh, is not a vegetable. It's a fruit. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and they disagreed with him, ruling that people neither prepare nor eat tomatoes like fruit, and they should be taxed accordingly. Wow. Has that ever been followed up on? They said, botanically speaking, tomatoes are fruit of a vine, just as cucumbers, squashes, beans, and peas are. This is the chief justice having to write this opinion. <laughs> but in the common language of the people, where sellers and consumers are involved, all these are vegetables. Hmm. So that's what they're hearing. Look, scientifically, they're fruits, but you idiots treat them like vegetables. Is that what they're saying? Mm, yep. I kind of zoned out of that. All thing. right. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> There's nine Supreme Court justices. I mean, I was in. I was on another podcast, dude. You're gonna, <laughs> you're trying to open a no tomatoes, no onion restaurant, and you won't listen to the Supreme Court hearing about tomatoes. They're not going to be in my life. Why would I care what they are? No tomatoes, no onion. Point. That's He's the last good, one. That's a good point. Here's one you might be interested. That's a good point. PGA Tour versus Martin. Ooh. Martin guitars. Casey Martin. Oh. Oh. You remember this? Yeah. This went all the way to the Supreme Court. So Casey Martins, this golfer, he had mm-hmm. this rare condition which allowed, uh, didn't allow full use of his right leg. So he petitioned the PGA Tour to let him ride a golf cart yeah. for this tournament. And the PGA said, no, that's an unfair advantage. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court. The court ruled 7-2 to in his favor. Yeah, it was like uh, – it's not like John Daly. John, like John Daly wants to use a cart and you're like – yeah. John Daly's kind of sowed what he, you know, I mean, he's, right. is that what's the, whatever that is? Reap, sowed, reap what he sowed. sowed. Reap, yeah. He sowed what he reaped. And he, John uh, Reap. John Reap. <laughs> uh, they, so he would do, but like I, that Casey Martin was like, had like, it was something, whatever he had was like, it just was like, you know, like a not fair, like mm-hmm. you just hate it. And he was that good of a golfer, but he's like, you couldn't walk. It's called Weber know. syndrome. Yeah. Clipple Trinity Weber syndrome. Wow. Is it really? Yep. It's like you think you're smarter than you are. Mm. One. <laughs> Dunning Kruger. Yeah. It's a Dunning Kruger effect. <laughs> uh, is it spelled with one B or two Bs? One. Ooh. Yeah. Man. That, that could be you. You're going to get it. <laughs> that's, what ga- that's how gout starts. <laughs> yeah. The Weber syndrome, it's called? Well, it's Clipple Trinity Weber syndrome. Oh. Maybe it's named after three people. Yeah. Uh, a neurological condition caused by an injury to the midbrain is <laughs> usually caused by a stroke. Oh, oh you're man. probably going to get this before me. Ron. I probably already have it. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. But Justice Scalia had to write the yeah. uh, opinion on it. Did I say that wrong? Scalia. 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 And he made this very sarcastic. Uh, they just thought it was ridiculous he even got there. Okay. He said, uh, we have this awesome responsibility of deciding what is golf. <laughs> I'm sure the framers of the Constitution fully expect that sooner or later the paths of golf and government would once again cross and that the judges of this court would someday have to wrestle with this age-old question. And they go, he goes on just to make fun of it. From shot to shot, what really is a golfer? Either out of humility or out of self-respect or one or the other, the court should decline to answer this incredibly difficult and incredibly silly question. But then they ruled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had but how? But what do they? 
what, how do they decide like not to do that or not? Who? I mean, know? they chose to take on the case. Is so. that like you reading stuff when I look at you and I go, come on, dude, don't read. Like, would it be like, is there someone like you? You know, if I'm like, sometimes when you read something, I'm like, oh, God, where is this going? Right. Is there a person that's like, I got this one and then I thought you would like it and you're like, <laughs> like, do they don't get to choose? Like, I think someone they comes do. up to them and goes, you want to do the golf thing? Yeah. And he goes, uh, I thought it'd be fun. I won't do the golf. He goes, I thought we'd do one fun. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we'd have some fun. Everything's so like Jack versus Jill and Johnny versus Tommy. And it's all these crazy things. You don't know anyone knows <laughs> what this means. They just, uh, 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 Morrow versus Clayton. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I don't know what that is. They're like, oh, that's the only reason you get to eat for free. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Those trials always make me feel sorry for the person. It's always like the state of Texas versus yeah. Bob Smith. I know, yeah. dude. And you're like, uh, I think I'm for Bob. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what did he do? What an underdog story <laughs> this fight? is. They, yeah, they always say, remember that trial, the this versus, and you're like, mm-hmm. do people know these trials? I don't know any of them. You know the real big ones, Brown versus Board of Education. That's what desegregated no. schools. Oh. Plessy versus Ferguson, the Dred Scott decision. Some of those are some of the big ones. Yeah. Scopes monkey trial. Well, that's not. We've talked about that. Yeah, but that's yeah. not a Supreme Court. I know. Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Roe versus Wade. Yeah, it's another one. Yeah. Uh, we've got a bunch of big ones recently. Uh, Texas versus Johnson. In the 70s and 80s, burning flag, American flags was a big thing. <laughs> and one went all the way to the Supreme Court. Whether or not that's freedom of speech. When was this? This was 1984. Okay, but I said in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. There's a video of a guys burning a flag on a baseball field. Oh, it's one of my favorite clips, dude. Rick Monday. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? Runs in and grabs it away from. Oh, him? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think a, so. There was a lot of anti-American sentiment back then, and so that was the thing they were doing. And it went all this way to the Supreme Court whether or not that's freedom of speech or that's going too far. The court ruled five to four in favor of the guy burning the flag, saying in his right, that's his right, First Amendment right to burn the flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a probably good one because that's a little fun. Yeah. You got a little like they're burning the flag with a little like, that's probably was a. That's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Not fun, but it would be like, you're like, this is why we're here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's, you know, it's like, that's why we know. play the yeah. game. <laughs> Joe versus Streetlight. You're like, oh, <laughs> just Joe versus Streetlight. Do you speed up during yellow, or do you have to slow down? You're speedy. <laughs> speedy. You cannot be speedy. Oh, you cannot be speedy during a yellow light. You gotta just, I don't know, figure it out on your own. How did this even make it up this high? I feel like they just, is that how they do it? They just open today, they open it. What is today? Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? Tom versus parking lot. Uh, Good night. Just just the most random. Uh, Slides versus Kevin. And then he's like, oh, slides the guy's last. I thought it was like literal slide, like a slide. They're like, no, no, no. Kevin's, I thought Kevin was trying to fight all the slides. And then, no, it's not, not at all. Kind of to your point of the 
I forgot it was the agent or the manager who said, I think I would know it when I see it. Yeah. That's a Supreme Court, a very famous Supreme Court line too, where they were debating pornography and what is the definition of pornography. And the justice said, I can't define it, but I would know it when I see it. Yeah. And that became a popular thing. They were deciding whether or not this movie was allowed, whether it was hardcore Midnight Cowboy. porn. <laughs> no. It's a good guess, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, uh, I know it when I see it. That became a popular phrase. Yeah. Shouting fire in a crowded theater. You ever heard that? Yeah. That's about whether or not First Amendment freedom of speech is allowed if it causes panic or destruction or something like that. And they did that because people were protesting World War One, and they said that that's too dangerous to do. It's kind of a dumb thing. Oh, yeah. Um, that's too dangerous, so your freedom of speech does not count when you're doing something that hurts our country. And he said, that's like shouting fire in a crowded theater. You can't do that. Yeah, so it's not really – so you could you – can, you can shout – Fire in the crowd, or you can't. If it caused panic and yeah. destruction or something like that, they give you the benefit of context, you know. Yeah, they're being like it's basically so with that, like because that caused panic, but it's not specifically like it makes it seem like it's like you can only do the no fire in the crowd. You're like, what about a restaurant? You're like, <laughs> we gotta do another try. All right, can't shout fire in crowded places. I have a joke now that I've been doing where I say. A line in the joke is we have an active shooter at the uh, at the gate or whatever. And it feels weird saying it in a yeah. venue. Because yeah. if somebody hears this out of context, I'm saying we have an active shooter. Yeah. Like if it's in the bathroom and they come yeah, out. Yeah, so I moment. think about it. I kind of want to stop doing it. <laughs> it's like yeah, Michael Scott on the booze cruise. It's a fun one, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ship is sinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That guy just let me finish my presentation. We did everything. The doctor did everything they could do. Yeah. And she will be fine. <laughs> Meredith. Meredith. Yeah. I forgot how he words it. Yeah. So funny, though. Yeah, he goes. And the doctor said they did everything that they can do. And she wouldn't make it. Or, I don't, yeah, yeah, she's something gonna, very funny. And Stanley's like, why would you say Stanley it like that? Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I got a guy doing impressions. Episode, huh? 90, you finally show up. You got a little, you're going to add a little flavor to the podcast? Good night. Who doesn't? You could have done mean, that all along. The whole time you've been doing impressions? I didn't think it was that good. I didn't know. It was I, I mean, just the fact that you put the effort in. This is the first, it's like the first time I realized you were even here. I mean, just sitting on that, just to got to. They got Michael Winslow doing a podcast. Like, and you're just there and. I'll do some recent ones here. Uh, 2002, students at a high school in Alaska were allowed to leave class to go watch the Olympic torch pass their school on torch relay. It's for the 2002 Winter Olympics. Uh, one of the guys went across the street and held up a sign as television cameras watched the pass that said, Bong hits for Jesus. Mm. The school principal went over there, took it down, and, they, and the student got suspended from school. They argued that it was their First Amendment rights that you're being violated, and um, but the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the school, saying just because when you're under school supervision, yeah, you have certain rights that don't mm-hmm. count for school yeah. speech. They were saying, well, we're off school grounds, but yeah, but you're under. I like that. I like that they do that, even though it's like I don't care that the kid. I get it, mm-hmm. but it is you're like you just want to go. Don't be an idiot, dude. Like yeah. you're in school, man. You're wearing the school uniform still yeah. or whatever. Like you yeah. still represent. You're like, the I don't know, dude. Way. Yeah, it's like don't like, yeah, you're like 
It's like if you say something at your job where you're like, yeah, you can't say just anything, man. Like you can like, you got to go some, you, you can say anything, but if you're taking something from like, you're like, what do you want to do, man? Like, mm-hmm. you know. So that was five to four. It was very close. The people who ruled for him, the four, they said some high school students, including those who use drugs, are dumb. Most students, however, do not shed their brains at the schoolhouse gate, and most students know dumb advocacy when they see it. The notion that this message on this banner would actually persuade the average student or even the dumbest one to change his or her behavior is most implausible. Well, now I might have just switched. (laughs) I think that's the whole thing. I think they'll treat people dumb now. (laughs) I agree with that, actually, now. Dead coming. I think I'm switched. Well, five to four. The top minds were... Torn on out. It's crazy that that got all the way. It's almost like the same the thing way. though. Is like doing they're doing. What I'm saying no one. Don't be an idiot. No one's an idiot. Mm-hmm. This idiot did this. That doesn't mean we need to make a law because it's just one person. I'm on the. I just just like that. Turn that quick. Just turn that quick. You heard both sides. I'm practicing for my Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm at least show that I'm. The Pope doesn't listen to both sides. Pope that. He listens to one side. He listens to one side. <laughs> it's up. It's up. First, first Pope with a sponsor by Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> How you doing, Aaron Weber? Everybody, uh, that's uh, you know, he's wearing lures on his uh, <laughs> gown. He's got just uh, on the back side of it, just a bunch of lures in case he, he's got a fishing pole and lures under there. He swings by a, a crick. <laughs> First, you know, has there ever been an American Pope? Could there be? There could be. There's always one on the, the last couple times. There's been one on the short list, but they just Americans are such a small nice. fraction of. Is it like the Rooney Rule? They just do it to kind of be nice. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Hmm. I don't know if they've ever been seriously like. Nobody ever thought they were going to have one, but maybe one day. Hmm. Pope Johnson. Does it? I know. Well, you 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 would Pope, ch- Pope pick Greg? a name. Yeah, Pope Greg the Seventeenth. Oh yeah, Pope Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Doesn't he do Thomas or Tom? Tommy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pope Thomas. Pope T nope. dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the teaster. Yeah, T bone. <laughs> I know a couple more about social media. Facebook. This guy said he was getting excessive text messages from Facebook. Noting it, finding him that somebody was trying to log into his account from a new device. He said he never had a Facebook account when he complained to Facebook. They said, well, it's probably someone that had your phone number before you who had still had an account. He filed a class action lawsuit saying that he was getting harassed by Facebook. And that's like a robocall, which is against the law. And it went all the way to Supreme Court. But the court ruled in Facebook's favor. Hmm. Saying it's not the same thing. You just, how do you even get to the Supreme Court? You just like, you send it to your local? Yeah, it starts on a low level court and then like it starts. So you go to People's Court first. <laughs> then if it gets past Watner. And, and if, yeah, that's my guy back in my day. If Judge Judy goes, this is too hard for me to decide. You go, all right, you go up to the next. Judge Joe Brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you slowly. Once you've done all the shows with the same case, then you're like, I guess we got to take it to the top. Yeah. 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 They keep appealing. They should do people's court. Should do like a real serious one. You seen Steve Harvey as one of those shows now? Oh, really? I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. 
He, he loves just, Steve Harvey, don't you? I, he's, I think he's one of the funniest guys ever. Yeah. And I think he's so all over the place that we kind of take him for granted. Yeah. But you watch him, you're like, this guy is so funny. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the perfect format. Him ruling on like silly cases yeah. between people. It's basically what he does on Family Feud. But is it real? No, he's not. Because I don't know people's court real cases. Yeah, I think they agree. It's not, they're not real legal cases, but I think that like Judge Judy and those, they're, they're mediators. They're like, uh, yeah, their, their decision is binding in some way, but yeah. they agree to let that. Laura person. knows if yeah. she, you know, this is people's court. Hey, welcome to my DVR 400 people's courts on there. <laughs> yeah. We have 1% left because there's, I mean, there's 130 people's courts. Huh? Right, one thirty-five. One thirty-five. One hundred and thirty-five wow. people courts is saved. Wow! And because in large, just goes to it. Is that your favorite show? No, I just like it. Okay, but it's only twenty-seven weeks. I mean, it's. I mean, my my life is just <laughs> always like nine percent DVR, and I'm like, <laughs> and I gotta, and I can't delete those, so I gotta. I'm like finding little nonsense I can delete. Of my like barely things, so with this library of I'm sure there's a streaming way to do this without. What was the people's court question? What was it? We we're talking about whether or not it, the decision. Lewis leak. was on it. Remember, Lewis was on it. That's why I think it can be real, but people also can like uh-huh. fake it. Lewis, no Sven. Oh, was it Sven? Yeah, the guy, Sven Wexler, the guy I started with, comedy with. Our lad lived in Chicago and moved to New York. He was on one, but it's, I think it's just like those kind of cases. Like, it's not, you know, it's just, yeah, it's like, stuff like that. But, I mean, you go to the Supreme Court, like, so you go to your yours, and then you just, like, and they say, like, we don't know. Yeah, it's got to be, like, a federal-type case. Yeah. And then if you don't like the decision, your attorney can appeal it to a higher court. And then if they look at it like, yeah, I think they may have made a mistake, then they may take on that case. And then if it keeps going and your whoever loses doesn't like it, it can sometimes get always Supreme Court. And they have to be the final. Once they say it, it's done. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty hard. You'd have to have a really crazy case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got one more. This just happened this past year as far as the ruling. It happened in 2017, but it went to the Supreme Court this year. This girl didn't make the varsity cheerleading team at her school. So she got on Snapchat and uh, said, F school, F softball, F cheer, F everything. And she did it on a Saturday at a local convenience store and posted it on Snapchat. They suspended her, kicked her off the the junior varsity cheerleading team because she did that post. But she argued that that's her first amendment right to do something from her home on a Saturday or from wherever she was, not on school property. Mm. And the judge ruled in her, the justices ruled in her favor, eight to one decision in favor for the girl. Eight to one. Yep. Yeah. That would be, that's even more the one that I just flipped on. Mm-hmm. That one's even, that's Saturday. That's all. Like if that one went five, four, that one, you could, I could, that one, you're at least like, yeah, dude, he was daring school. Like hers, you'd mm-hmm. be like, Mm-hmm. Whoever was the one is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she can she can post whatever. Yeah, it just shows how social media now is changing the rules a it's, lot. It just complicates things so much, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, what's there's no what's easy that? decision with that stuff. I bet <clears throat> we solved with uh, a lot more double jeopardies out there. <laughs> just a fear. <laughs> you just need a fear of guys that roam around that can kill. 
with impunity. <laughs> Never get touched. Yeah. Just have that float around. And then <laughs> yeah, let's you always worry about that behind your back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the top floor of the Supreme Court has a gym. They call it the highest court in the land. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, basketball gym. Yeah, basketball oh, gym. Cool. I should have said that. Oh, in the highest court. Oh, yeah. yeah. That didn't make sense at first. Yeah. Sorry. The food court up there, too? Yeah. <laughs> highest food court in the land. Yep. Yeah, I honestly did it. When you go high, you go top, they got a gym at the top, highest court in the land. I was like, <laughs> I guess because like, you got to work out, like diabetes is the real thing you got to answer to. <laughs> That's her heart attack. A heart attack's your real answer. So if you want to get right, you got to go up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. Founding Fathers, Supreme Court. Founding Fathers, Supreme Court. Got to the bottom of it. Uh, Figured it all out. Figured it all out. All right. Thank you guys so much. As always, we love you. Thanks for listening. Truly, truly appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.